drugs on me. Keep the thing on me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't tighten, rappers be biting, we lie like sirens, my life exciting, they wanna be like it, flamboyant and vibrant, they gon' try it, I ain't fighting, two blocks on me like Kenny, I kill a nigga like Kenny, or I be the nigga like Kenny. Hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Bros Who Think Podcast. My name is Lennon Burton, aka Youngboy Dewitz, aka the People's Champ, aka Beard Gang is in the mother fucking building i gotta go cut my beard my shit looking rough i'm going wednesday though this time nigga looking bad joined by my guys as always mr doom doom how you doing bro i'm good man can't complain bro i had a i had a rough week damn damn you good a nigga lost his twitter that he had for over 10 years bro. yo okay wait okay 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 what happened with that? Because you didn't follow me on the new one. I'm yeah, he never told us what happened. <laughs> Bro, to, I've been, I've been, his, I've been trying. Twitter. So what I did, the reason I can't follow you back is because I <laughs> fucked my shit up. I got this little, it's like a Chrome uh, plugin, right? Uh-huh. And basically what it's supposed to do is go back on my old page and just automatically follow everybody that I was following. Oh, you was trying to be technologically advanced. I see you. Yeah. Uh, but... I guess the plugin got like clapped by Twitter. Mm. So now I'm like limited to who I can follow. I can't I can't follow new niggas until they decide I'm not a bot or whatever. You fuck. illegal. And that's, nah, I was about to say, that's what they thought it was too. They probably thought it was some bot shit and it was like, yeah. ah, nah. This nigga illegal on was, both ends. But, but yeah. <laughs> but they 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 banned me because I said um I was talking about the song me and Chris had dropped, and one of his lines was I'll kill a nigga like Kenny. And so I said mm-hmm. that shit and kill a uh, nigga and Twitter, they didn't like that, bro. Mm-hmm. I believe that. Yeah. Them mm-hmm. niggas flagged me for uh racist acts mm-hmm. of violence. I was about to say one for I sure was that's like, acts of violence, bro. You lucky, you lucky Twitter didn't send the cops to your house, nigga. You definitely on some fed list Man, for that shit. But uh, that's was... why this nigga lost his Twitter. That makes sense. You don't deserve bro. a Twitter after no shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was like, come on, man. It's song lyrics. I was not talking about killing no niggas. I'm black. I ain't even mean nigga like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> he said he too yellow to be using that on the internet. Oh, Twitter said, nah, man, man. We can't discern who is black and who is not. Nigga, you could just have a fake picture up there. Right. Yeah, they, they was not having it, bro. I got clapped immediately. Damn. So you gonna get it back? Nah, he not getting that shit. Well, I'm trying. So I put in uh like one of those little appeals. Mm-hmm. And I was looking up on Reddit like niggas who done appeals before, and some niggas got their shit back, but they say it could take months before them niggas Ooh, actually look damn. at it. So. Ooh, all right. Well, hopefully you get your shit back. Rocking. Yeah, I've been rocking with the secondary one. Hopefully, I can like build he about up. About to get his next again. one back in summer. Yeah, he might get it back though, cause I look, I have seen niggas. For example, there's this dude on Twitter who talk anime all the time. His tag, and I don't even know how Twitter let him have this tag, but his tag is Kaizuku nigga. And like his shit was gone for like five months. And then two months ago, he just randomly popped back. He got it. He said, I got my shit back. So, <laughs> but if Twitter can allow that nigga to have a title, his handle be something nigga, they should have let you got away with what you did. <laughs> yeah. So like in the appeal, like on the little form that you fill out, 
they basically say, nigga, why should we let you have your shit back? And bro, I was, I went crazy. Typed the whole thousand page essay, like, please, nigga, let me have my shit back, dog. I don't fuck with no other social media but Twitter. And them that's a fa- bro, that's a fact. I don't fuck with Instagram, oh, like, like talking nah, about Instagram. Once they did that shop shit on there, bro, they Instagram lost is whack, dog. Like, all I go on Instagram for is to just like post shit for the pod and like. You know, look at ass, but that, yeah. that's, that's <laughs> oh, now oh, some shit like this, man. He but is right. He is but right. That's though. it. That's all you use Instagram for. TikTok better than Instagram. I'm gonna Best. be honest. I fuck with the talk, bro. I'm a, I, I fuck with. It. I can. I legit can be on my phone for hours just swiping, bro. That's and then have you got? Brooklyn knew the Twitter TikTok. Do you get the alert where it's like you've been sw- you've been swiping for too long? Time to go to sleep. Nah, nigga, don't tell me I've been swiping for too long. <laughs> Wait, nah, Lynn, you See, mean, I, maybe. I, yeah, I've never seen I that one before. That so you you <laughs> been wilding on TikTok. TikTok is fire, nigga. Like it is shit, though. It is. That like, shit the other is day, fire, bro. The other day, and what pissed me off, bro, is like my cousin. He'll see a funny ass TikTok and he'll share the link. So I go to just watch see. It. Like, nah, nah, I got a TikTok so I can go okay. in there and like see what he sent me, but it'd be fucked up because I'll just go to see the little 10 second ass TikTok he sent. And then I realized, like, damn, later. nigga, I've been on this shit for an hour. Like, That's what, what I'm talking about. You on? get sucked in, nigga. The Shout out to that nigga T-Rags, man. T-Rugs. That nigga is hilarious, bro. When he get his little fit. That nigga is hilarious. And then they got the other nigga that's sitting there for like, uh, what, 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 what he says? He's like, oh, I want some Arby's. That shit is fire. And then the black guy comes slap. Nah, nigga, that shit ain't fire. Dude, look, them little niggas funny, bro. Brooklyn comedian, they going now. That shit fire too. Brooklyn shit was funny as hell. Nah, the yeah, guy, y'all bro, gonna I, I told he started you, up. I was like, bro, you got to hit a TikTok lick on shit. that. I feel he, like he would do numbers because this nigga snap stories be hilarious. No, he gonna he gonna hit a lick Real on that. Shit. <laughs> it's, it give him a couple months. He gotta just he just gotta do a bunch of videos. That's my yeah. thing. The consistency. Once you get the consistency, you start hitting. That's yeah. the thing. Like it's it's hard to find your because I'm trying to still find my groove in the animated shit and that shit. Nah, you gotta find the right one. But but B gonna kill it. Speaking of B man, what's up, nigga? What you doing, bro? Chilling, man. Can't week? complain, bro. You know, it's been been a, a a crazy week. You know, a lot of changes going on at work, but you know. I want to tell y'all a word story, but I don't think uh, let me see when I get in trouble for this. No, nah, I don't think I'll get in trouble. OK, so I, I had my first workplace confrontation and my girl always be having them. And I never have shit like that. I'm always like, how you having workplace confrontations? Like what you doing with the, the confrontation? Like why? And she was like, just wait, you're going to have one one day. I had one today. So look, you're not supposed to turn the computer off at my job. You're not supposed to you're supposed to log out. You turn right. the computer off. Shit gets fucked up. So my ass, I'm all right. So let me give some context. I'm not going to say no names. D- dude, low key older than me, like super older than me. He used to be like one of the main producers and he produced like Friday and Saturday. I had off this week. So I got to come in on Sunday, do the big game on the Sunday game. And I'm guessing he was salty that I was doing the Sunday game. So I go into the thing and y'all know this is what bugged me. Y'all know that when you go into a thing and if the monitor is all like on, but it goes from the blue light or the green light or whatever windows light you used to to yellow. What the fuck does that mean? It is off. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. So now I'm, I'm sitting there like, well, fuck, how do, how do I turn this shit on? And I'm, I'm there in time to where I got enough time to put the interview on, to put the coach's interview in 
and get my shit going for the pregame. But I allowed myself enough time to where it's like, all right, like I have a system. So like Just if the computer, case. yeah, if the computer off, my my system kind of fucked up. So I'm I'm frantically like, yo, yo, blah, 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 blah. Dude walk in, oh yeah, what's wrong with the computer? The last nigga who was on it before me. I'm like, what you mean what's wrong with the computer? <laughs> what you talking about? Computer off. He was like, nah, I didn't turn it off. I was like, huh? It's fucking off. Don't lie to me. You turn that shit off. Like, it's okay. That's what made me mad. And that's what made me have to go tell somebody. Because I was like, nah, bro. Maybe you just old and you don't know what you did. But like, you keep telling me you ain't turn it off. You logged it off. And then I'm trying to hurry up and get this shit on. Tell me how to turn this shit on. He talking, talking. I'm like, bro, the show about to fucking start. Tell me how to turn this shit on. Dude turning on, he go. So then I go talk to my, one of my other niggas who producing on the other game. And, I, and I'm talking shit. Uh, me, I, I shouldn't have did this. I'm not talking. And I asked him, so like, who would do some shit like that, you know? And then as I turn around, the nigga walks in looking at me, hearing all this shit. He was like, I'm that person that did that. <laughs> Big confrontation. And we just going back and forth. I'm arguing about why you turn the computer off, essentially. And then like, yeah, and then it, it just, I, I basically ended it because I was like, I don't feel like doing this no more. But that shit was awkward. It's like, you know, when somebody when like you talking about somebody in the person, person you talk, that, yeah, that's the that's worst, the bro. worst, bro. That's the worst. <laughs> that's the worst, bro. It ain't happened to me in a while, but it, it has happened. That's the that first shit. time it happened to me in a long time, Doom. And it son, it be so fucked up because when you talking shit to somebody else, <laughs> you you know you how you be, you be I'll just, yeah, yeah. exactly. You put some extra shit on it that you wouldn't have told a nigga straight up. Exactly. But once the nigga hear you, now you got to stand on that shit. Yeah, and keep that I shit had, you know what I had to do? I had to stand on it, dude. <laughs> I couldn't back down in that situation. Yeah, bro, you got to. You got to. Oh, shit. I was dying in. Oh, man. But yeah, that, that shit. That shit was hilarious today. Uh, Brooklyn, you see, let's get into some of the shit we got. You saw, are you excited for coming to America too? That shit look wack. Not really, bro. I ain't gonna lie to y'all. I ain't even seen um, Bad Boys, the last Bad Boys, bro. You don't have I don't, to. I don't like, because I, I messed up and I seen the Men in Black, the last Men in Black. Shit was trash. And it ruined it for me. So Shit I was, was like, ass. sorry, Will, I can't let you fuck me up again. So I didn't see Bad Boys, the last one. That's how I feel about the coming to America 2 shit. I'm like, nah, nah. Doom, you care if I spoil Bad Boys? No, nah, no, nah, I don't care. I probably don't. look how corny this shit is. And it was it had some moments, but basically will end up having a son that worked for the villain and the son turn on him. But he after, after he didn't kill three niggas, he go to jail and at the end will walk up to the jail like, how about you come team up with me and work with my team? And, and now you won't be out of jail, but you can come be a cop. And that's how the movie ended. Like, nigga, you not let nobody go to jail and come be no fucking cop. What's wrong with you, nigga? He killed five police people. He killed your chief. Like, the, you know, the nigga that's Wusaw? He killed that right. nigga. So what you mean? God damn. Yeah, no, nah, that movie was whack. But this one, I don't know. This one don't make no sense to me. When did Akeem could have sex and have another son? That's what, that's what bugs the shit out of me. The whole thing is he had another kid in America, but we saw his time in America. Right. Shit don't make no sense. Coming to America yeah. 2 makes zero sense. They saying it happened before, like off screen or some shit that we didn't see. So I'm not hyped for that movie. But, you know, I think it, for that is one of those things. It's like. Because the first one is so great and classic of a movie, you probably best to just not fuck with it. That's what I'm you know saying. what I'm saying? They shouldn't. If they would have did this, they should have did it like. 
back when Eddie was in the 90s, like or, like they should have did this a long time ago, back yeah. when every, like when, when it would have made sense. But now it's like yeah. Eddie just going tap all his old shit because he got a little juice because Dolomite was pretty good. And yeah. now it's just like that's exactly how I felt, bro. I was like, he just trying to uh, uh, not compromise, but um. Capitalize. Yeah, capitalize oh, on his on his on his juice right now. That's yeah. all he's trying to do. Yeah. So you know I mean, that shit. I mean, it's gonna it's gonna do numbers in the box office. Facts. If anything, if anything, I'm I'm watching it just to see Rick Ross' house. Which one? Which one is his house in that? Because his house is supposedly the Zamunda house. Like they got Rick oh, Ross' right? house all up in there. Supposedly, <laughs> Rick Ross supposed to be acting in it. So I, that's the only thing I'm that's really hard. interested in. That's hard. His house that big that is the the, the Prince house. That's crazy. You 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 seen it? Like when he bought the house, the old Evander Holyfield house, bro. That nigga, that shit is that huge. Shit was crazy, crazy. Bro. crazy. I see why Evander Holyfield went bankrupt, nigga. You can't pay, you can't afford no shit like that. Yeah, and I see that why Rick Ross selling it, bro. Niggas <laughs> was clowning, bro. That shit is too, too much. Like that's my thing. When you get super rich, don't. Why don't you try to like keep like do niggas not like? I guess no, they don't bro. think like that. You no. should just invest. Like I like anytime someone asks me if you get a million dollars, what's the first thing you doing? I said I'm probably investing like two hundred fifty thousand of that mill if it's tax free and I don't have and it's just me. I'm investing like most of that shit and just sitting on maybe like a half a mill just to like, do what I want to live. Almost you gotta invest a lot. There's some crazy shit with their money, bro. And like even even though George Foreman got you know he you know oh no George thing, Foreman he straight the, he got the grill shit right. This nigga still got sixteen cars, bro. You got two legs. What you got? Sixteen cars? No, no. George Foreman problem isn't that he got sixteen cars. George Foreman problem is he got sixteen kids named George. That's his fucking problem. <laughs> I ain't gonna play with you. Bro. I didn't even know that. I I wait, that. you didn't know that dude. I didn't even. All know his that. sons That's is wild. named George, nigga. So all them niggas sitting at home like George one, George two. He got like eight of them. What's wrong That's with that crazy. nigga, bro? That's why I couldn't that let no, no, no sibling of mine, no, no relative of mine could ever be a boxer because I know that this we ain't got too much proof for a lot of other sports, but the proof is in the pudding for boxing. <laughs> These niggas has to be messed the fuck. Up, bro. Because what in your right mind would make you think I'm gonna keep naming my sons George? George, like, that is fact. Yo, that's the one thing I remember when I was younger. My mom and them used to just make fun of that nigga all the time. Crazy, bro. They all crazy. I never knew that shit. That is wild as fuck. Every fucking son is named George, and I and I don't want to lie and say his daughter is like Georgina, but it's some (laughs) shit like that, bro. It's some shit like that. Hold on, I'm gonna Google. Bro, that shit is crazy because I believe that shit, but crazy. It's too much hits to the head, bro. That's it's what that C- real shit CTE is real, bro. That's a fact, bro. That's like, hold on. Let me see. If if his daughter really name is Georgina, I'm gonna lose my shit right now. Bro, you right. I just Googled this shit and they all George with Roman numerals after that. <laughs> yeah, shit. bro. You thought he was joking, bro? That's all, crazy, his kids, bro. all his son's names is George, bro. <laughs> and what's fucked up? Is this nigga's son? Well, like three of them look exactly like him, like yep. exactly like his ass. Yeah, and George the George the six, who uh, went to jail, looked just like George the fourth. It's so hard to deter. Like, wait, some of this shit is wild. But no, okay, I wasn't lying. He does have a daughter named Frida and Leola, but he does have like two daughters named Georgette. His wife need her ass whooped. <laughs> <laughs> I would not, I would I have told that nigga, sit the fuck down. You're not naming our daughter George yet. What's wrong with that nigga, bro? But you you going to piss a nigga off with some of the best hands in the world? Nah, that's why that he named George, bro. Crazy. 
The doctors wasn't gonna fight him on that. Oh, the doctor can't say shit, nigga. <laughs> they don't. His accountant, his accountant, who probably was like, bro, this is gonna be a whole lot of legal issues down the road if we name all these kids George. And bro, it's like, gonna be an that, issue. He was like, nothing, bro, nothing. It's you got it, bro. You got it. I wonder who taking over the grilling empire. We're gonna have to wait and see which which George gets it. And nigga, they're they're still money, that and shit? there's even money left, bro. I, yeah, nigga, still buying that. I still got one. I don't use it no more, but I still got one. Yeah, I that, knew they was hot at like one point. Them shits was fire in the early two thousands. Yeah, them shits like I my mama used to use that shit every night. But then like, then they got it got it gets old after a while. I'm not gonna lie, the George Foreman shit is. But now if you trying to be like a healthy nigga like Doom, where y'all go where you work out and shit, and you gotta pre make your meals and shit, meal plan and whatnot. The George Foreman yeah. is the thing for you. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's definitely convenient and get the job done for sure. Facts, one hundred percent. I had one whenever I was in the military, and I lived in the dorms. Like we ain't had no stove or nothing, so I right. just go cop a George Foreman to cook some shit up. Easy college appliance, easy appliance for for things like that. Did you, did you use a uh? Cause see, in my dorm they wouldn't let me, but niggas still had it. Did you use the hot plate shit, nigga? Hell I yeah. thought niggas was oh real, nigga. I got in trouble one time because like it was a rule like you couldn't have none of them shits, like no hot plates, no George Foremans, but. And they would do like inspections and shit. Ooh. But they would allow you to have like one little closet where you could put a padlock on that shit and you didn't you hide all your shit. Like, so I would put all my shit in there. But it was a Sunday morning, nigga. I got up, bro. I had I was like like my mama in that bitch or something. I had the Frankie Beverly playing and shit. Nigga was whipping up breakfast. Nigga, I had the eggs, bacon, all that shit going crazy on the hot plate. My fucking roommate smelt that shit and told on me, bro. <laughs> Little nerdy ass white dude, nigga told on me. They That's knocked on the door. Worse. They knocked on the door, bro. I tried to hide that shit, but it smelled like fucking IHOP in that motherfucker. Oh, I'd have been hot. Oh. I got in trouble like a motherfucker. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, bro, I know you got this shit in his back. Yeah, no, I'd have been hot. I'd have been hot. See, and it was still smoky in that bitch. It was, it <laughs> you couldn't hide it. You couldn't hide it. The closest thing I had to some shit like that. And when I was at Millsaps, nigga, I had a toaster oven, but I could I could I couldn't use like because you could have brought a microwave, but I was like, fuck that, we got a toaster oven. So that's the only thing like that I had. But I did get caught in that bitch for having alcohol in our room because you wasn't supposed to have that shit now. Nigga, that shit was miserable. And then it was alcohol. And this nigga had his I'm not gonna say his name, but my roommate had his vaporizer. And this nigga was day one, nigga. Day one, I'm talking to my girlfriend. This nigga cheaping on cheaping on the vaporizer, got his bottles on the on a dresser, not even hiding his bottles. Security come, he thought he would thought he was slick and thought they couldn't smell it, but them niggas could smell it. Security come as I'm walking in, and I'm like, yo, what the fuck? This nigga got caught up. I, and me and him got to sit outside our dorm. Everybody's still moving in, nigga. And me and this nigga outside Wait, with security. This nigga nigga. got caught up on the fir- on first day. First day, never, nigga. Yeah, first, literally, nigga, I, my mom left. And not even two hours after my mom left, this shit went down, nigga. I was hot. That's crazy. And then I got in trouble because they said, oh, you should have snitched on him. What you mean, snitch, nigga? I'm talking to my girlfriend outside. What's wrong with you? Yeah. And I wasn't gonna snitch on him anyway. Like, <laughs> nigga, <Yeah>. do you? <laughs> like, <laughs> that's crazy, bro. Two, like, See, literally, that, first that, day. I never got no like real, real trouble like that. But uh, I used to have alcohol in my shit, which was cool because I was over twenty one. But they had this rule where, like, because where our dorms were set up, it was like I had my room. It was the bathroom in the middle that was mm-hmm. connected to another room, so it was like a little suite. 
And the rule was, even though I was 21, since my sweet mate was only like 19, couldn't have I couldn't have, couldn't have shit. But I was like, man, I'm 21. Fuck I'm keeping nigga. my I don't shit. even G with this nigga. I don't ever see him. I don't know him. Like, fuck him, bro. And I bought the bottles and that. I was so close to getting caught one day, bro. And that would have been bad. Because, like, in the military, that was like, you get kicked out for some shit. Like, oh, they don't play with that shit? See, that's crazy because I see all my niggas that's in the military right now on Snap. And all them niggas just be doing is getting toe up from the flow up. And I don't know. That was me. That was me. <laughs> and that's, like, that's even before they 21. In, and that's what I'm saying, Brooklyn. I saw niggas that I know that was not 21 on that nigga thing getting tore up from the floor. They do it. They do it. Trust me, nigga. Like, my, my whole first two years being in was just a constant. I was drunk the whole time. I, I could believe it. I could believe it. Cause nigga would wake up at like 6 a.m. to do PT. Nigga had to run three miles, hung over like a bitch. I'd be throwing up on the track and shit. Niggas wouldn't give no fucks either, bro. They'd be like, yeah, nigga, you want to drink? Oh, you, got, yeah. you got two miles left, nigga. Keep running. Oh, <laughs> see now that's that's the thing about the military. I couldn't fuck with that because even after you do basic, don't you still have to wake up and still do that running shit, nigga? Yeah, bro. Yeah, see, nah, nigga, fuck that, nigga. We just did basic, nigga. I'm in shape. <laughs> fuck you, nigga. But Nick, bro, niggas would get out of shape bad, bro. Like if you let them, you know mm. what I'm saying? Like if you wouldn't force niggas to work out, niggas would get fat on you, bro. I could believe yeah, it. Keep in mind, like, not everybody is, like, the 18-year-old nigga that just joined out of high school. Like, yeah, that's... But you got, like, the higher-ranking niggas that's, like, 35. They start getting that that dead body. That pot they belly. Ain't, yeah, they ain't, they ain't having Too many that. beers. Yeah, I don't... Uh, look, I don't blame no. the military. They got to keep them straight. Brooklyn, you ever went through some dorm escapades at UL, nigga? Because nah, I know them UL dorms was, was wild. Well, I got the luxury of... I was staying with a lot of the football players. So, like, we knew if something was about to happen and we already had the heads up. Like, I was oh, one of the niggas that had liquor. So, like, uh, my dudes, like, it was like a lot of tight ends was, like, lived next to us. So, like, Matt Barnes opened the door, be like, yo, bro, hide the licks. Bet, bro. Bet. Say last, bro. Oh, you was in the door with that nigga? Bro, I'm telling you, bro. As I'm saying, I got all the licks in my book bag, and I'm out the door, bro. I'm out the door. I'm walking down the street. I'm walking down. I'm walking down. University to my nigga's house that he lived right on the corner. I'm like, all right, man, bro, I got all the licks in my book bag. You lucky. When I came back to UL, nigga, I thought I thought everything was sweet, cause, but I, cause I didn't live at the dorm, nigga, and I was just walking in, and it was like, oh, you gotta check in, buddy. I'm like, go and see this girl. I was like, oh, you can't do that. She was like, you're supposed to sneak in. I was like, wait, 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 what, nigga? I was I was mind blown that the niggas had to do that, cause at there's one dorm on UL thing where like, nah, niggas can't be in after a certain time unless like you sneak in. I think that's that one by the Chick-fil-A. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, by the student union, you said? Yeah, wait, the, the, the all-girl joint. The all-girl mm-hmm. joint. I can't think of the name of it, but the all-girl joint, yeah. That shit was crazy, I, bro. I, I ain't even try that shit. If she tell me she live over there, I'm like, yeah, you coming to my dorm. I ain't doing that. <laughs> I, I ain't tried doing that, that. that. It worked after a while, but like the first time, I was like, nah, man, you gonna, that shit, that shit is tragic. But crazy little sad way we went on. Yo, I, Brooklyn, okay, Brooklyn saw it. Yo, what y'all thought about that man that fucked that dead rat? <laughs> That's wild, bro. That nigga need his ass beat. <laughs> that nigga need his it's ass a special beat, place bro. in hell for sick people like that. I had that to shit. bleach my eyeballs. My girl was mad I showed her that. I was like, I had to see and you. She should be, bro. <laughs> 
But I, I get it from your like, perspective. Like, if I got to see it, everybody got to see it. That's a fact. I showed it to everybody, nigga. I get that. Yeah. It was like a sock. That nigga used the red body like a sock, nigga. He was just That's jerking wild. off into that. Never, bro. I have never seen. Wild. Like, bro, you could have caught something, bro. Facts. That seemed like a good way to catch something. Yo, he definitely got some bacteria in his shit. Like, like legit. Oh, could man. Can you imagine having to go to the doctor telling them that you got rabies? Because he was, Cause she was fucking like a, a rat in his mouth. Crazy, bro. Or was it in his ass? I couldn't tell which, couldn't which way tell. it was. I was scared to look. And I, did, and I didn't want to, like, zoom in to see. Cause like I didn't I didn't want to like really know, but like I don't know if it was his mouth or if he was fucking a rat in the ass. I don't know. I don't know. I thought it was the ass, but I ain't I ain't looked that hard. Like if it's the ass, he definitely tore that rat up. It's crazy because when you sent it, I didn't know what it was. And then as I'm looking at it, as soon as my brain caught up to like register what I was looking at. I just hit the home button like now nah, you gotta get up out of here, bro. That's crazy, dog. <laughs> bro, I had to, I had to, uh, <laughs> I had to order some, uh, some communion crackers. Like that, bro. I Wait, yeah, Marys. Hold on, bro. Niggas just out here eating communion crackers. Yo, if I could get some, I'd eat them shit. Them shit's fire. Yeah, them bitches be hitting, bro. <laughs> <laughs> them bitches be hitting. They said that motherfucker was eating that shit like a bag of Doritos. <laughs> I know they had niggas on TikTok frying that shit, bro. With bacon. That's crazy. <laughs> bro, what's wild though is I'm sure you could just order them bitches online. I probably can, yeah. You probably can. I just never thought that I had the idea to do no shit like that. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, my mom like, what you got in the mail? Oh, I ordered me some father forgive me chips. You said, what now? <laughs> hey, I got me a bag of father forgive me's, man. They coming in the mail. Oh, oh. shit, nigga. Niggas had me. The internet was weird this week, bro. <laughs> Fucking dead right. Them niggas eating communion chips. Also, wait. I got to say free Britney, man. Free Britney, nigga. I'm on Team Britney. I watched that doc on Hulu. Nah, nigga. Fuck Britney Spears' dad. Fuck all them niggas, all them paparazzi niggas. They need their ass beat. Them niggas scum. They had the nerve to get. See, I didn't know how they was doing her. I didn't know how they was doing her back in the gap. I just thought all that news with Justin and everything was like, you know, I was just interesting media. Right. They, they did her dirty. They, they literally smeared her name. She didn't fuck Justin. Justin lied. Like, cry me a river. I don't know if I can listen to that song no more, bro. That nigga was that nigga was being a nigga. Hey, I'm sorry, bro. I fuck with Britney. I respect what she got going, but that's a classic. I ain't stop. We we can't stop jamming that one, bro. That one's a fucking classic. It is, but doom the meaning not the same, bro. Like I, I was didn't really, realize it was about her. It is. It's one hundred percent about her, and he lied. Like if you go watch that Britney Spears doc, I promise you, you are gonna feel different. Cause that shit, that shit fucked me up. Cause like she ain't asked for none of that, bro. Like they did her dirty, and then all the paparazzi niggas just taking all them pictures and shit, and then that's why she beat their ass with an umbrella, and then they got mad. Like, so you does can't that get make mad you feel for that. like? Does that make you feel like Kanye and Kim have a point about being so like, uh, you know, off put by the media, like the paparazzi? Yeah, I yeah, they definitely do because they be doing they be doing too much, like yeah. TMZ and all that shit. They be doing too much. Like that's like as someone in the media, like I'm not doing no shit like that. Like that shit is crazy. And like, like we talk about morally, people. they be fucking, they be fucking scum, bro. They scum. And like the fact is, they make the excuse like, oh yeah, we didn't drive Britney crazy. What are you talking about, bro? You had cameras in that bitch face everywhere she went. Like, what's wrong with you? She couldn't even go to the she couldn't even go to the Chevron without having sixteen niggas take pictures of her, asking her where her kids at. Like y'all, the reason why she went crazy. Like nah, nigga. Bro, like that's that's like. 99% of celebrities and like even even people that's like 
B-list niggas. That's not even like crazy. And she was like on top of the world too. Like I didn't realize how big she was. Like I knew how big she was, but she like she beat out. Did y'all know she beat out Lauren Hill? Like her first album beat out the Miseducation and on number one. I didn't know that. That's wow. That that's how big Britney Spears was. That's yep. Lauren Hill was number two. And that's and and uh on the like the top forty and Britney Spears passed up. I didn't realize how big Britney was, man. And cause I had that album, that first one, the oops, I did it again joint. That shit was hard. So yeah. that's wild, bro. But could could you imagine that shit? Bro? That's like, the first one. Oops, wait, no, is you, wait. No, no, no. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out why you had it. Bro, I was a little kid. Ain't that bro casually bumping it on the radio. Bro, I had the CD. You physically had the CD. Look, don't get me wrong. Wait, I had it wasn't even his first CD. It wasn't even a CD. And Britney Spears. It wasn't even a CD. It was. Let me tell you how. Oh, let me tell you, show you how young I was when I got it. It was a cassette. I had the cassette yeah. in the cassette joint. And let me show you. I, look, I had that cassette, the NSYNC cassette, the and then the fucking re, re, uh re, uh re, uh what the fuck is this nigga name? Fuck, I knew Don't say Ricky Martin, bro. That's what it is. Living La Vida Loca, nigga. That I, 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 I can your music taste was just <laughs> terrible. That's what it was. Yeah. He needs a father yeah, to give me tips right now. <laughs> father, forgive him. Father, forgive young Lynn, but he knows oh, not man. what he does. But let me say, when my pops played Get Rich or Die Trying, that changed my life. <laughs> I'm glad. That was, that was one of the first CDs I ever bought. Changed my shit. fucking life. Like, real nigga shit. The, what's the first rap when I bought? Trying to think because I didn't buy that. I, I jacked I think his. the first and, and this don't count like all the cassettes and shit that I had. But I think the first rap CD that I ever bought was Bow Wow first album. Oh, I had uh, yeah. don't clown me, but I was like, nah, I was bro, a fan of that. Nigga. As much as we clown Bow Wow for being corny now, we all capping if we didn't think he was one of the oh, Bow Wow's the man, bro. Bow Wow yeah. was the fucking man. And then Bow Wow Unleashed, nigga, I had that shit. And then I'm tr- I had the, I remember I had the fucking Soldier Boy Tell Him joint. The first one, that shit was my shit. But the real first CD that like I really loved, I got on Christmas for Christmas. And the crazy thing was, the album Nicki Minaj had like a, a Jimmy Cricket like a uh, line. It was the Young Money album, nigga. Oh, okay. I remember like, getting that album for this? Christmas. That shit was fire, nigga. That was one of my favorite albums, the We Are Young Money. Cause in what song is that? I think it's Finale. She's like, I'm I'm climbing up the chimney like fucking Jimmy. She said some I, shit like I that. Know what line yeah, you know about. what I'm talking yeah. about. It was yeah. on Christmas and I, I'll never forget that. That shit was crazy. But the first shits I had, Ricky Martin, NSYNC, and Britney Spears, nigga. Free Britney. Fuck Britney daddy. I can't wait till Britney do a story. I wouldn't be alleged. I'm saying this because Britney Spears daddy don't come sue us. I wouldn't be surprised, allegedly, if Britney Spears daddy either beat her mama beat them or did some sexual shit. I wouldn't be surprised. I would not. Allegedly. Mama, I allegedly. One more time, just again, just in case. Yeah, definitely allegedly. But I think, I think niggas like that, bro, he might not be fucked up in the head like that, but it's some people who don't like know how to draw the line when it come to like, they see an opportunity for some big money. You know what I mean? It's the same way. Like you see those fucking parents that notice like, oh, my kid is athletically gifted. Yeah, now, gonna ride this nigga ass from when he. I hate that shit, bro. To make sure he make it to the league, cause we gotta get this money. 
And you're yeah. right. I, I know people like because I don't know if you know, I don't know if this happened when you played Pee Wee or anything like this, but I remember at Pee Wee in New Iberia on my team. They had this dude, his name was KJ. And every every Sunday, his mom would be like, let's go, KJ, it's time to ball. You getting us to the league. This nigga ate. And every Ooh, week, he was, I hated that. It was like, I hate that shit, bro. And KJ didn't, didn't do nothing of him because all that shit, all that pressure his mom put on him and shit. Right. And like, I don't much. know what KJ had now, but I just know every Sunday, she would be in the stands screaming, that's my boy. He about to make it to the league. And if he didn't get a touchdown, she would bitch at him. She would fuss. And I was like, yo, that's why. KJ probably still play- a Cadillac converters now, man. <laughs> Real shit. Real yo, shit, shout out to bro. KJ, nigga, from the Titans. New Iberia Pee Wee League, nigga. Fuck yeah. Nigga, I remember I used to play k baseball, bro. And it was this one little nigga. His dad was the coach. Bro, they was the worst. <laughs> this mm. nigga, bro, he was a pitcher. I ain't gonna lie, that nigga was cold, bro. We was like white dude. 13, bro. Yeah, white dude. We was like 13 and this nigga was pitching like 80 miles per hour, bro. Throwing like real pitches, curve balls, knuckle balls and shit. Like he was yeah. going crazy. But this nigga dad was nuts, bro. We would like, we would be practicing and like, we would do like a little scrimmage type situation. And if he go overboard, somebody, bro, <laughs> he was ready to beat this nigga ass in front of everybody, bro. Like you could tell all the other parents were scared as fuck. Uncomfortable. I'll be I looking did. like, yo, what's going on, bro? Because like when you a kid, you just see. You don't know. Yeah, kicking. you don't know. So you think this nigga about to go crazy on you. You know what I'm right. saying? So I'm like, what the fuck? This nigga. Bro, crazy, I, bro. I hated playing with coaches, sons, nigga, because like all and like granted, Funny enough, my grandpa coached me, but my grandpa gets shit, nigga. My grandpa was an equal opportunist, nigga. Anybody that fucked up, he giving it to him. I didn't get no special treatment, none of that shit. But he 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 expect me to go to no league, nigga. He was just coaching me because I asked him because I wanted to play basketball. And that nigga was like, well, if you want to be good, nigga, we're going to be good. But I knew a nigga whose dad would go with him to Reds, keep his stats while he was playing pickup basketball, no, nigga, I swear it was a white dude. And I, I can't forget his name, but I know a lot of niggas I know. Shout out to my nigga Gene. This nigga went to Turlings. And Justin know him. Justin know him. Next time Justin come on the pod, I'm going to ask him his name. But this white dude, his dad would go to the game every time we played pickup basketball at Reds or like at a, at a public place. Keep the stats. He'd play with him and he'd be like, nah, you got to do this. You got to do this. He, was, he would literally pause the game and be like, why didn't you do uh-uh? Instead, and I, and every, me and, yeah, me and my nigga's wild, like, bro. come on, nigga, get off the court, old ass. <laughs> that's <laughs> nah, wild, bro. That shit that's was much, crazy. Bro. It was and, too much. And nine times out of ten, that shit never work out, bro. Never. I don't know my- a certain... I my never know a situation like that. that one it worked out like that. I don't my know anyone was bro. like that with my cousin, and he didn't. That shit didn't work out. Brooklyn, no, my cousin Kavar, nigga, that happened yeah, with him. Bro. My shit, my my little brother, his mama from from day one, bro. From day one, this man was out the womb. They put him in Pee Wee at like four, bro. They every day, every time we at the games. Oh, Tavon go get me out the blah blah blah. Mind you, they live in the suburbs. They life is not hard, bro. I was the only one. Who was living in the hood, bro? Like my my uh my older brother, his mama lived in Atlanta, and but she lived out in the suburbs type shit. Like everybody mama had a house except for mine. And but his mom was going hard, like these niggas was in the Bronx with me on 170. Shout out to Concourse. You feel me? Like going crazy, bro. This man was burnt out by the time his senior year came around, but it was all burnt out. Like he he did get a D1 scholarship. But they were burnt out. He got hurt like four times in college, bro. That's my cousin, bro. They ran him into the dirt. 
That nigga used to run the levees every day. His pops wouldn't let him eat sweets. His pops wouldn't let him drink soda, man. Come for what? For man, Kavar downtown, nigga. <laughs> Shout out to my right. nigga Key, man. Shout out to my nigga Key. You already know his, you already know he the love. Still but you know his bitches, so it's no need. That's no a need fact. He fucking all those, nigga. But yo, shit is crazy though. Shit is wild. Speaking of football, doom. I better stop, man. That ain't happening, man. Look, first of all, Dude. the man out here, corny hey, ass, putting out the, videos. The, the city want him bad, bro. <laughs> I see that. Did you see Mayor Cantrell? That's what I'm talking about. Cantrell with the, she talking about level up. Sit your ass down. Bro, Dude, I'm just, hey, the city want him, bro. Dude. If he come to the city, man, he going to be a god. He going to be what Drew Brees thought he was. Bro, oh, dude, look, oh. look. Look, if Russ come to the city, I'm not jamming no more DS2. I'm canceling future. For, for good. It's Russ, nigga. It's Team Russ. Team Sierra. Fuck that nigga future. If Russ come to the New Orleans Saints, I'm done with future Hendrix. I'm not jamming. What a time to be alive no more. I'm done with DS2, Monster, all that shit. Throw it in the dirt. We got Russ, nigga. So you selling your soul to the devil just in case. <laughs> Let me just clarify that you are selling your soul to the devil if he comes to the to the Saints. I'm just saying. I'm not jamming no more future. That's all I'm saying. The only thing is, though, bro, is if it's one thing about this nigga Drew Brees that I know, is he take his legacy serious. That's why I don't he think he can let that shit happen, bro. Man, soon, as, bro. soon as this Russell Wilson news came along, he working out. Drew he working out, right? Out, pushing, pushing the sled up a hill in the neighborhood and shit. Like, was nigga, that shit? Now he in the parking lot. Now he in the parking lot. Go to your fucking house, nigga. We don't want you no more, nigga. Go to your house. Make them nasty ass red beans. Get the fuck out of New Orleans, nigga. Get the fuck out of Louisiana, nigga. Go back to San Diego. Some canned beans in a in a skillet, my nigga. With some bay leaves on top. Man, it was the bay leaves for me, bro. Them shits was like for me, nigga. For over a decade, my nigga. And that's the red beans that he came up with. Said my brother, I know you can afford the pot. I know he can afford the pot. That nigga got Bush's red beans, nigga. Bush's red beans. You're not supposed to use Bush's for nothing but baked beans. That nigga got Bush's red beans. I'm just surprised he had the balls to post that shit. Crazy. Should have known that was coming, bro. It's time for him to go, though, nigga. It's over with. Bye. Adios. Russell is coming, nigga. Nah, Nah, he coming back. Leave. Leave. We don't want you to hear. It's Bye. Breeze 2021 into 2022, I'm so, I'm so happy Mayor Cantrell posted that just to let him know what time it is in the city, nigga. We done with your ass. Bad. I ain't <laughs> seen no other team, like, because he had four potential destinations. The Cowboys, which I think he put that just because if they going, if he could go there, that's America's team, but I don't think but he... Them niggas told him, like, hey, nigga, Dak is our nigga. So yeah, so what that's what I'm saying. That, exactly, that's my thing. So I don't <laughs> think the Cowboys are possible. The Jets, I feel like, that's the I'm putting it on the list because my girl want to go to New York, but I don't really want to go there. But I'm gonna just put that on there so when it leak, my girl see I tried. That's what yeah. I think that is. That's the probably I could see that. Sierra, sure. I'm trying because I only remember the Jets and the Cowboys. Yeah, the Jets, the Cowboys, the Saints, and the Bears. And no, it was the Raiders. The Raiders too. The Raiders was on that too. I think the Raiders and the Bears are big markets to where he could be like. Look, Sierra, you could get a residency in Vegas or Chicago. You in like the modeling capital of the world. So like Bears, Bears have been crazy. Those are two things. But yeah. I feel like New Orleans is like we close to Atlanta. We close to Houston. You could get business off. Plus, it's good football for me. That's why yeah. I feel like New Orleans is the win win. Nah, I definitely think as far as like football, all the other stuff you talking about, like with Sierra and New York and you know what I'm saying? I see all that as possible, like the side. In all the cases, right. 
But if we talking pure football, New Orleans best situation, best spot. facts, best spot. And that's not even a biased situation. Like I know I I'm biased know. when it comes. I don't to the know. State, I think the Chicago. I think the Chicago one is a, that's, is a good argument. Th- that's, that's number two. That's yeah. number two. That's what I was about to say. They number two. They got a great defense. Their coach is not Sean Payton level offensively, but he's still a solid coach, and they got decent weapons. Right. Ch- Chicago got to be number two, but I got Saints one, and I don't. I. I if Chicago, if the Cowboys was a legit option, I would say they're two. But I don't consider them a legit option because they they Me rocking either. with Dak. So yeah. But yo, if he come. Y'all getting Breeze for another year, man. Y'all better cut that shit out, man. Look. Nah, if nigga. Breeze come back, I'm not watching. Yeah, yeah me neither. Back, bro. Y'all gonna I can't watch. Put my, Cause like I got, I'm I'm fucked up in the head, bro. So when I watch sports, I get way too invested. Same. It dude. is February twenty eighth, twenty twenty one. Here I say, here I do declare that y'all is capping. No, I'm I'm, I'm, no, I'm not capping. Nah, nigga. real shit. If if. Breeze come back. I don't think I can watch that bullshit. Oh, the only way I'm watching is because I because of my jobs. But I would not watch as a fan. I'm not pulling for the Saints. I'm not saying Saints to the Super Bowl. None of that shit, nigga. I'm only watching football as a job standpoint. As a fan, fuck them niggas if Drew Breeze come back. So if Breeze right now see he coming back in the middle of the summer. Doom, you wearing long sleeves for the rest of the summer? Hmm? Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> Well, you hide the tech. You hide the tech. Not rocking with them niggas, bro. I'll go put a fucking uh Raider shield over that shit. I'm going to the fucking uh tattoo shop ASAP, nigga. We rocking with Vegas. 702 shit, nigga. <laughs> this ain't the breeze come back. If they allow that nigga to come back. That's what I'm saying, dude. Bro, they're gonna allow him to come no, back. No, no, no. I, I I don't like this because with every other old player, it's a business. It's a business. What and that's mostly black people. It's a business. We gotta get rid of him. We gotta let him go. Get rid of that white boy, nigga. He trash. It's over with. And nigga, arm not the same. It's time to go. It's a business, Drew. Sorry. Sorry, bro. Nigga, time to if, go. New, if New England could tell Tom Brady break, to fuck thank off, you. like thank we you. could tell this nigga get the fuck out of Tom here. Tom Brady got six rings with the Patriots, nigga, and they told him nigga kick rocks. Drew Brees, what have you done for us, nigga? Fuck you. You know, you're not winning no games. I mean, he he got us one. I he got us that. one. He got us one. And, and, and a decade ago, a, a he decade us ago, out of an era that was like trash. Like, and you and, and look, Doom, for that, we giving you a statue on Poydras, nigga. We giving you the biggest statue on Poydras. We call it a Drew Brees Lane if you want, nigga. But as for playing, it's time to yeah, go, nigga. Yeah, you, you, it's time you, to go. Man, all the this Breeze the, the credits is rolling on that. It's, yeah, it's over with, bro. Russ, it was a good look, ass movie while it lasted. But it was, but now it's time to go. Bro. And look, and we got the post credit scene. Of you know how in the Marvel movies you get them post credit. The post credit yeah. for this was Russell Wilson. Let's go, man. It's, it's a new era, man. The new yo, if Russ come, I swear, do right. He gonna be the biggest nigga in, the, in New Orleans. Will love him, bro. But he's supposed to be your brother, man. He supposed to be your they, dog. They, they like, might as well. They might, bro. bro. They might as well start painting the mural now. It's gonna be. Russell Wilson and Zion, Zion. Wilson yep, all that's a fact. Orleans, that's a fact, nigga. They and I'm rocking well start with it. Paint that shit now, man. I'm rocking Hell with it, nigga. And don't let Russ come get the BG braids, nigga. Oh, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. That with nigga y'all, gonna bro. have a neck tats and the goals and everything, man. We out here, Big Russ. <laughs> yeah, Big Russ. Fuck future, nigga. We team Sierra. We team Russ. Future, you not allowed in New Orleans no more, nigga. It's it's on site. <laughs>
Oh, That's a fact. Shit. Ain't no shows in the Superdome. Yeah, it's that. over with, nigga. It's I over with. Time Wanna to know that I am not associated with any of this future <laughs> or breeze slander. <laughs> you don't have to be. This is them two right here acting. I ain't gonna totally lie. The future, the, the future slander as is kind of just jokes, but Breeze, he done. Fuck Breeze is done, bro. It's over Fuck with. Oh uh, well, Brooklyn, you should be happy. The Bronx is back. Y'all, y'all, King is returned. Bobby Schmurder is home, nigga. How you feel, B Let's man? Go. The city live again? <laughs> I don't know, bro. I don't know. He's been sitting in jail for a long time, bro. Like y'all. Okay, yeah, that's my thing. He's been, been in, in jail since before I moved to Louisiana. He been in jail for so long. You think Bobby's gonna put out a hit? I don't know if it's gonna be a hit. Like, I, like honestly, nobody talking movie. about this. But like, honestly, Doom, you think he still he could pull pull one out his ass? I think all he gotta do is make something that's not complete ass, and the culture gonna support the fuck out of him. That's a fact. Uh, I yeah, agree with that. I agree. With that. All he gotta on, do, uh, bro. On, on Roddy, Roddy Rebel put out a he put out a, a single in December and they just ran it up. They was using it on like Sports Center and Bleacher Report. Everybody was just running up the numbers type shit because it was helping the niggas. It was his yeah, first song yeah. since he got out in December. And whatever Bobby put out, they're gonna do the same thing. Just as long as it's not ass, Doom is right. Cause like yeah. I just don't know if he gonna get back to where he was with hot nigga. It's that was a that was a moment. See, but my thing is, is like, did he have like another one outside of hot nigga? Cause I'm I don't know. Him, and, so him I don't and Rowdy know. did uh they did computers after that, but then right after computers hit, the niggas got arrested. Yeah. Was computers hard? See, I, I don't think computers it the, made it, it down here. No, nah, I don't think it made it very far anyway. Cause like by the time it got hot, the niggas was getting arrested. Real. Yeah. It was probably like top 40 on the top 100 charts, and then they was getting booked. Well, I know he getting money because TikTok is like blowing up the hot nigga dance right now. Right. They, they brought that shit back. So I know he getting money for that. Yeah. But my question is, will he drop another one? Like, does he have one? I, I think know. he can, bro. Like, it's 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 like all you got to do is make sure you get in the studio with the right producer. Right. And just say some shit that's not completely garbage. Get a di- Like, literally, gonna be one. he should like, I don't know if he, he would do this, but like he should tap in with like Fable or somebody that's like a dance nigga. And like, just make a dance song. Fable, nigga. Fable is killing it I on know TikTok who right now, nigga. About, bro. Fable is it. killing it right now. He looks crazy. <laughs> don't look at me in my face and tell me that you don't believe that Fable don't look nuts on TikTok. <laughs> he, does. he does. Like, it's, it's one thing when Spice Adams is on TikTok and Facebook and Instagram dancing and shit, because you know that Spice Adams is fucking around. Fable is Fable serious. Ass. Yeah, Fable is serious. All right, well, he should get with Quavo then. He should get with Quavo and just make a little track. And no, then- I'm with that nigga. Maybe he I was think Quavo it, so helped probably... pick him up, right? Yeah, Quavo yeah. said, fuck all you niggas who hating. I've been rocking with Bert, uh, with Bobby, Schmigo gang, nigga. Yeah, I so, seen that. We're going to see. But, you know, good for Bobby. I'm glad he home. Good for Red Roddy and all of them. I know 6 9 sick. He's sick. Yeah. What's he's crazy, sick. bro, is I really feel like that nigga, he one of them niggas that he's so caught up in doing what he's doing that he don't give a fuck that he the most hated nigga. Oh he no, he loves doing it. Numbers. He doing he doing more numbers than majority of. I don't even know if he still hated anymore. We don't even care no more. Like I don't even know if the hate I, is at that same level. And that's what I think he don't like the fact that people aren't. Cause he do my he does love being hated. I think yeah. he doesn't like being not, not talked about. Yeah, that's what his that's what he don't like. Yeah, like I think I looked on his page the other day and I was like, damn, this nigga grew a beard. Like I hadn't checked. 
is so long yeah. that the motherfucker grew a, he grew a whole beard in the I, last I, time I thought that the I saw same it. shit when I saw that. I was same. like, I didn't even know that nigga had that. <laughs> same. <laughs> And I just noticed because he just keep talking about King Von and being dead. Nigga, that shit is so right. disrespectful. Yeah, like, yeah. See, and bro, I was definitely one of them niggas like when the little rat and shit first happened, which I still stand on that. I was like, nigga, 99% of niggas in that same situation is telling to. Like, right. that wasn't enough to make me be like, I don't ever want to fuck with him again. Is all them little extra shit like you talking on people dead partners and stuff like that? That's the part. That's where he lost like, me. Ew. I'm just like, yeah, it's I can't. so bad. Like, why can't like, he doing that to, to them people, man? Especially with dirt, where dirt went through a stretch where he been losing a lot of his niggas, and that's traumatic for anybody to lose somebody. Right. You know what I'm saying? I don't give a fuck how to lose one person or like, you know what I'm saying? Like when your friends are dying, my nigga. Like, and all of them, legitimately close with in real life. Like, that's gonna that fuck shit you up. Is, is hard and traumatic for everybody, and then this nigga get on that just talking crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, dude. That's yeah, why I'm like, Lil Reese, why you do? That's why last week I was like, why is Lil Reese mean with this dude? But he talking shit on Lil Reese dead homies. Like he do it to everybody. Like it's just weird to me. But like, you know, Bobby showed how you could do it. So shout out to shout out to Bobby. The final thing we got really is Kyrie said, and this was interesting. I want to see how y'all feel about this. I talked about this on the radio, and I'm gonna give my take a second. Kyrie said that we should change the NBA logo to Kobe. How y'all feel it. about that? I'm with it. I'm all the way with it. Y'all with that? I think yeah, I bro. think uh, it's, it's Jerry West, right? It's Jerry West. Yeah, I think he'd be with it, too. I'm not with it. I'm Why not with I'm not. OK, I'm with changing the logo, but uh-huh. I'm not with changing it to Kobe. So what, what would you want to change it to? I just feel like I don't want us to. Cause and don't get it twisted, I love Kobe. I love the Black Mama, but I feel like that's something because he just died that we are doing. And I feel like there's other NBA players that would be better suited to be the logo than Kobe. And for, in terms of like, like, like who? But I think the, I, the two people I have in mind mm-hmm. is Jordan or Kareem. Kareem has a legendary shot that that is iconic, and he's the biggest winner. You the, the logo be the hook shot, or you do Jordan, nigga, the jump man. The jump man is no, bro. That, you that, can't do the jump man. No, bro. All right, we do the shot, nigga. And I see the jump I see man what is you, the you see what I'm saying? Dude, come on, Doom. Like the see, jump man I, is I, his I, own thing now. It's completely yeah. broken off from the NBA, and it, one could argue that they the make a buy it. Is bigger than the I, NBA logo. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, why would the true. NBA have the NBA would be taking a lick? By buying yeah. to, by changing to the jump man. All right, I maybe think, not the I jump Jordan man. Jordan reached a point so much where it would be a bad idea for him to want right. to be the logo. You know what I mean? But I do like the idea of Kobe because Kobe definitely epitomizes what you would want to see in an NBA player. All right, y'all might have y'all might have convinced talent, me. All that shit. You know I what I'm saying? Like y'all might have like, convinced obviously me. Obviously, Jordan did his thing or whatever, but. It was probably a combination of David Stern and Kobe that made the game really international. Like, obviously, LeBron, I mean, I mean, not LeBron, obviously, Jordan started that. Like, the he dream was team, that, yeah. ignited it. But it was really Kobe, not knowing different languages and shit that really put the game on an international level. That's true. Damn, y'all niggas convincing me. Cause Come I was, on, I was saying Kareem and Jordan, but like, I don't got a problem with Kareem, though. I don't. See, I, I just think, cause it would be, it would be something that would give them an iconic logo. And it's like an iconic, like, NBA symbol. Yeah. yeah. And, and you write for niggas that know basketball. But I think NBA as a brand 
the only nigga to ever reach even close to the level of like universal recognition like Jordan is Kobe. Yeah. Like, now I got just, a question. He just holler Kobe shooting a fucking That's paper true. in the trash can that That's true. never watch basketball. Like think That's about true. that. That's true. That's true. Now do you wait until LeBron retire? For what? Because then you gonna make it a debate, nigga. Because I think LeBron doesn't want that. Yeah, I don't think LeBron wants that either. I think LeBron is like what y'all saying, like Jordan is bigger than being the right, NBA. Right, I'm logo. bigger than that shit at this point. Yeah. At this point, bro, it's literally you think about Jordan as Jordan. You think about LeBron as LeBron. You think about Kobe as Kobe. A lot of these other niggas, you just think about them as NBA players. That's yeah. true. That's true. And, All right, y'all might have convinced bro, me. Even if LeBron wanted to, I still stand on, I think LeBron is the most talented basketball player to ever play. I agree. But when it comes to like him as a nigga and representing the NBA, like if you put him on a logo, all that flopping bullshit, the crying bullshit, that ain't no NBA mentality. Kobe was never having none of that bullshit, man. Put Kobe on there. Kobe was a real nigga, a killer. All right, y'all, 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 all right. I might be on the Kobe bandwagon. I just didn't want us to do something just because he died. And like, I'm a Kobe fan. I, wait, no, and I hate but you I saying that. that. I, I get what you're saying. Like, like, you I, like, like, yeah, I just want us to flowers like, matter. He did. I get. Yeah, it. No, like I, let's yeah. let's fully discuss it and like let's let's right. really see like if we're gonna change it. Like let's talk through the uh, every because like I feel and like let's put a panel of a, yeah, a, a, like a players. Like yeah, because right. I feel like the way Kyrie said it, he was like Black Kings made this league. Blah blah blah. Is this generation? But I feel like. I agree with you, Kyrie, but you can't sleep on the the old niggas that came before Kobe. Like that's all. I just want them niggas to get their shine. That's all it is, and their yeah. opportunity to get it. That's all I, I'm saying. I, I agree with that. I agree with that. I still think that Kobe was even even before he died. Niggas looked at him as a goat. Like, no, that's facts. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like he, he's an NBA. He's the NBA player's favorite player. Like so, facts. it don't matter what the media people say. Like the NBA niggas say he the best, so you gotta go with the NBA niggas. But that's all we really got this week. All right, we got an interview coming up after the song of the week with uh, Bando XOXO talking about his two new projects. Y'all be sure and stick around for that. But Doom, tell the people they can follow you at on social media. See, now y'all got to follow me at my new spot. Oh, yeah, you know he got a so new spot. You this, definitely got to promote that. Yeah, this is going to plug me in. Please, niggas, y'all follow me, bro. Doom <laughs> underscore SJE, man. Y'all yeah, y'all definitely got to go follow Doom now. He is time. <laughs> Brooklyn, tell the people they can follow you at on social media. You can follow me at all social medias. That's now including TikTok at where Brooklyn at. That's Brooklyn with a Q, not a K, baby. That's for marketing purposes. Because we are not trying to get sued. All right, I saved this for the end because I don't want niggas to say we jacking TikTok, but I do want to play this game real quick. All right, I'm going to think of somebody. I'm going to give y'all, and it, it, don't worry, Doom, because I know you got to get up out of here. It's only 30 seconds. You got 30 seconds. You got. I'm going right. to give y'all each 30 seconds to guess the person that I'm thinking of. I'm going to say it's a famous person, obviously. All right, you got 30 seconds, and you can. we're going to see if y'all could get it fast. This is called Guess the Celebrity. All right, let's see if who want to go first, nigga. I got the clock, thirty seconds. All right, Brooklyn, you look like you're ready. All right. Yeah, you got it. All right, so you can ask questions to 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 figure out who who we talking about. All right, thirty seconds on the clock. Go. You just got started asking me questions, nigga. Oh, oh, my bad. Uh, I'm gonna restart it. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm gonna restart it. All right. All right, go. Are they black or white? They are white. Okay. Uh, celebrity as an actress or I mean movies or uh, athlete movies okay uh, male or female male 
right? All right. Ah, uh, shit. You got 10 seconds. Fuck, bro. Ah. Uh, I'm dying here. <laughs> he died. He yeah. got two seconds. All right, what's your guess, nigga? I'm going to just go ahead and put Robert Downey Jr. because I can't think of nobody. No, nigga, it was Tom Hanks. Wrong. We'll see if you get it next week. Yeah. All right, dude. You got 30 seconds, nigga. I, I'm thinking of another nigga now. 30 seconds on the clock. <laughs> you can begin now. All right, male or female? F- female. What were they known for? Acting. Um, I can't say the other thing because it would give they, it away. What what race? Black. Can I can I ask like what movie? They, you could guess started? a movie and I could I'll say yes or no. Oh shit. Uh fuck. Damn, I don't know. Oh, are they married? T- Who they married to? They are not married. That's the final question you get. They're not married. And I, I, uh, I'm not gonna say no more. You, you, it's your guess, nigga. Fuck it, Angela Bassett. <laughs> no, nigga, it was Tiffany Haddish, and that's why when you asked what she Damn. did, I was gonna say comedian, but I didn't. Right. That would have given, given it away. It away. Yeah. You, yeah. If you'd have asked the question, man. is she a comedian? I'd have said yes or no. Your questions weren't specific enough. Y'all got to do better. Next week we gonna play it. Guess the celebrity at the end of uh the thing with these. Now I'm prep this time. Yeah, I'm prep with that. I, I know right. how to play now. So yeah, 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 yeah. I was confused. I got y'all into it. All right. With that being said, let's get into the song of the week right now. This episode of the Bros Who Think podcast was brought to you by the law offices of Lucretia Picante. If you need a lawyer, if you have not been paying your child support, yo, if you got baby mama drama, whatever it may be, she can help you. You've been injured in a car accident? Call Lucretia. You got your, your baby mama not showing you your kids on the weekend? Call Lucretia, whatever it may be. You need a divorce from your wife? Call Lucretia. Look, you can find the law office of Lucretia Picante at 124 West Washington Street, New Iberia, Louisiana, 70560. Or you can call the number 337-374-1202. Again, any of your marital dispute issues, child support needs, baby mama drama, Call Lucretia. But with that being said, let's get back to the song of the week. All on you, cause it ain't on me. All on you, cause it ain't on me. Yes, all on you, cause it ain't on me. All on you, cause it ain't on me. Yes, all on you, cause it ain't on me. All on you, cause it ain't on me. Yes, all on you, cause it ain't on me. All on you, cause it ain't on me. Yes, all on you, cause it ain't on me. Fall in place when I play this piece. And I'm so cold, cause it's in my jeans. It's on cold, but it ain't low key. Keep my heart trying to pick up things. Got my blues, just the best my health. Hitting my bills and I've been grinding. 
The song of the week this week was All On Me, All On You. And brother, that's my favorite song on the track. We got Bando. Really? Yeah, that's my favorite song on the tape. We What's got up, man? We got Bando in here. What's up, Bando, brother? What's up, bro? Nothing much, man. Cool and cool. And how are you doing? I'm doing pretty good, man. I'm doing pretty good. I'm I'm happy with myself. So that's, that's something, I guess. I Fuck know. yeah. You just dropped not one tape on people, but two. Ta- well, the second tape, by the time you guys hear this, should be out. So you dropping two on them. Talk to me a little bit about that. Like, what was before we get into the process and everything about who you are and whatnot? What was the thought thought process behind dropping two tapes like back to back? Okay, so last year, um, I think around December, uh, at this point, I was pretty, pretty fucked up in my life. I was pretty at a low point. And uh, I was I was in a recording session with a couple of my people, Ken and uh, Kenji and Ken's dying and. We were we were messing around. I was at a studio because that's the only place I would record at at the time. And I think me and Kenji, me and him were talking about making a tape uh, called XOXO World. And it was my idea at the time. So I kind of pushed on it. Uh, and this is actually supposed to be a joint tape between me and him. It just never worked out because of situations and shit. He's been grinding by himself and so have I. But uh, it was mainly the idea was put in last year. And then this year I started able to actually put forth the effort in doing it because I actually got my own studio and shit back. <laughs> And then, uh, I mean, that's that's kind of how it started. Uh, I made, I wanted to set a goal for how many songs I wanted on the tape, but I wanted to see how many I could make. You you dropped a lot of songs on people's head top. I got to be honest. Yeah, bro. I mean, it wasn't the best market move, but I mean, fuck it for the OGs in the future that want to read this shit. Like, I have a lot of people I used to listen to, like Kid Cudi and... uh, uh, Pierre Bourne that I've seen I've seen everything bro I mean I've seen everything that it done and I think that that's one of the main reasons why I want to do this just just as a little gem for the people in the future uh but I made actually fun fact I made 130 songs for this tape and I only picked 34 that's why the tape was so big was because I had a certain way I wanted to lay it out uh story-wise mm-hmm. and I just I had so much fucking music bro I just been working for six months plus real just grinded. All right, before, oh, I'm yeah, gonna, I'm gonna come back to that because there's there's something I want to do to ask you on that point. But let's diverge a little bit. Tell the people who may not know who Bando is, who uh, some of the people who listen to this podcast who may not know who you are or, or even some of your fans. Tell us how, how you got into rap and what uh, made you decide you want to be a rapper. Um, I started rapping when I was in seventh grade. Uh, it was kind of ironic too how it happened because I had gotten kicked out of class, uh, and I remember the teacher that kicked me out. Her her last name was Miss McDonald, and that's my last name. And it's 
I just thought it was funny. I had a little notepad that my dad gave me. And I remember writing and I was writing shit down. And it was about my dad and shit. And I, I, that's how I started on it. And then in ninth grade, I actually got uh, a computer, started making beats. Um, only like my real OG people know my actual. I have like three or four SoundClouds out right now that have all my beats that I've ever put out. And uh, I started producing and stuff like that in that time. Came out with my first song in shit fucking 2015 2016 it was called calypso i used to go by calypso because that's Ooh. where i grew up on the street gotcha. and uh it just I, I didn't really like the name it didn't really flow out the tongue really well so i just kind of got rid of it and then uh at one point um i think it was when i when i was 17 i'm 20 now but when i was 17 uh it was my birthday or something like that and i was hanging around a bunch of people that uh that i'm not really close with nowadays but uh I was one of the first people to have my own car and I did a lot of things in my car. There's a lot of history with the car that I had and a lot of shit that I did in it. And people just started calling me Bando because of the whip, I guess. And uh, I just put XOXO because of uh, two loves, which is uh, relationship love and friendship love that I have, which is very unconditional for a lot of the pieces. But I mean, if I could define myself as who I am, I'm just me, bro. Like I don't really have, I don't really know who I am. But I kind of do at the same time. It's like I'm figuring it out slowly. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, we all on this journey to figure out who we are. And plus, you're 20, man. You got a long time. Like, I didn't know who I was. Oh, I it was feels like, like I'm running out of time. No, I, ain't I was 23, cap. 25. Nah, bro, you got plenty of time. Trust me, it feels that way. But just enjoy the ride and enjoy the journey. If that's my advice I could give to you. Yeah. What were some of the rappers that uh, inspired you? What are some? Because uh, I'm, I'm going to be straight. You you one of them white boy rappers that fuck with him? Like, that's the dude that got you into it? Hey, look. <laughs> look bro, I'm listen, I'm not even going to lie, bro. From your style, I wouldn't guess it was him. I would not. No, bro. Okay, so I grew up on Eminem. That, I remember the first time I listened to some rap was when I was, like, in elementary school. And I remember waking up one morning to get on the bus, and I was at my friend Peyton's house. And we was watching MTV, bro. And love the way you lie came on uh, mm. by Eminem and Rihanna, and I was like, man, this shit's this shit's pretty cool, <laughs> man. I fuck with that. So after that, I was like, man, I can't sing. <laughs> I guess I'm gonna do that. I guess I'm gonna just start rapping, and then after that, it just came from there. But uh, some of the, I don't know. I, I would say that I've listened to a lot of his shit. I don't fuck with any of his new. I like some of his old shit, but gotcha. that was that was back when I was dealing with the shit that I related to. Yeah. Uh, but the people like I feel like I grew up or not really grew up on, but inspired the most by was probably Kid Cudi and Pierre Bourne and a I couple of my Cuddy friends. Influence. I like really now that you say now that you say Cudi and Pierre, it's like a it's like a fusion of that because you you hear the Pierre style. But at the same time, the stuff you talk about gives me Kid Cudi vibes. I, yeah, that's what I was trying to go for. And then I have, okay, so I have certain people that I grew up around rapping with as well that really influenced me and made me go harder, bro. And like, just because of how, how, how much time they put in and how good they are, what to do. And a couple of the people are, is uh, Cash Kenji, uh, Ken's Dine, um, Jern V. Lone. Uh, I started recently found out about Popstar Slime, Slat D4. He's fucking dope as shit. Uh, I'm trying to think who else I grew up. I mean, there was a couple people I grew up on uh, that I don't really fuck with no more, but, you know, they they pushed me to go harder. There's this dude I used to fuck with named Chan, and me and him used to go back to back, and I'm talking about, like, we used to take Adderall every fucking night whenever I would go to his crib and just listen to beats, and, like, I used to post that shit on my Instagram. Like, that's how I first started really releasing my music and shit, but we would freestyle to that shit all the time, bro. And uh, 
I mean, that that's there's a couple other people I just not coming up to mind right now, but that's mainly the the first first couple people that I'm really inspired by, to be honest with you. 100 percent. So, OK, so we drop the Avent- the adventures of Bando part one earthbound. You start and now I got to ask you this because you start off the track with a song called One Piece and then in the in the in the uh, album, I definitely caught a bar where you was like, I got to stay. I, I got the ice or I'm cold like Kuzan. Are yeah. you a One Piece fan? Bro, listen, <laughs> bro, if I could show you this One Piece, bro, I got right now I'm looking at a One Piece. Uh, What do you call them things? Poster or the wall it's scroll? Ca- a wall, yeah, wall scroll. Yeah, it's them at the uh at a lunch table eating up that shit. Hero one right there, and then, bro. I've been trying to see, find. I know you see yeah. the Luffy and Law. D Law, yeah. <laughs> bro, I fuck with one piece. I, bro, you have to understand, dude. Like all my morals and everything that I really like focused on and shit. Come I really from grew up anime, bro. Not even from Bad. One Piece. Like I grew up on Naruto. I started watching Naruto. Like that was the OG I'm, man. I'm right and there then, with you. I don't know. I just love how they did everything and how they how they just perceived life, bro. And after that, I went into One Piece and I was like, man, I really it's just I love funny shit, bro. And like, that's what's perfect about One Piece. It's fucking it's stupid, bro. Like, yeah, I just love it, dude. So I don't know, man. I just I fuck with One Piece, man. That's an interesting point that you say, because I feel that is something that I connected with as well. And every time I tell my girl, like, I'm I can't wait till we have kids. I'm going to show I'm going to show them anime before I show them yeah. anything because I yeah. feel the way that anime portrays morals and just life is 20 times better than American cartoons. Oh, yeah, no, for sure, bro, because they really like just from the culture and shit like that, they come from that of how to look at life so fucking awesome. And I'm just I, I really like to study that kind of shit and just see how, OK, I, maybe I should react to this situation like this person should or you know, just be a certain way because I don't know. I like the way they do it and it just seems right. You know? Yeah. No, 100%. I agree with you. So let's get into some of the songs. Talk to me about just the process of making this album. Did you produce any of it? And just what, what were you going through at the time? Because this one seems more like the turn up one, the adventures of band world part two, but the second one is more like, all right, I'm yeah. getting my sad song vibe. I'm giving you a little bit more introspection. Yeah. Okay. So for the first part, one was just basically a lot of hardship that I made just because, uh, you know, I don't I used to like have like I would say like 75 percent of the songs that I made was a lot of sad shit because I have really bad depression and I'm not even like trying to like point that out everywhere. But no, it's just it is what it is, bro. And uh, I deal with it every day. And um, I've been through a lot of shit, man. Like for the first just for making the whole tape, I went through three households. Uh, I went to jail. One time uh, when I got out of jail, I actually when I first started making music, I had my own studio. And then when I went to jail, uh, one of my homeboys that was rocking with me at the time stole all my shit and just just left, bro. And it's like right whenever I got out of jail, I had nothing, nobody, nothing. And it was really like a a wake up call to try to figure shit out and, you know, make myself better because I wasn't doing right at the time, you know, and I was fucking up a lot. And I'm mainly the tape is kind of to reflect on what I've done in the past and try to make uh, a better assumption. And that's, I would say you can hear more on that on part two. And then uh, part one, it was more just, uh, just me having all my good times and shit and having a lot of uh, upbeat shit, you know, just, just to give something a little different than trying to tell a story or, you know, have somebody be sad. 100%. How would you, what would you say to someone out there going through depression? Because I feel like 
the second album, even the first album is something that could help people get through that. Is that something that you look to do when you make your music or is it just like I'm putting this out and if it affects anybody, it affects anybody? Well, like, to be honest with you, if, you, if you're going through depression, my, my best option is just to what I, I'll tell you what I did. I can't really say for everybody's how everybody should do it. But I, what I did was uh, I don't know. I, I just stopped and just really just stood there and felt the pain, bro. Like. I didn't try to hide it from anybody. I didn't try to say I was good and shit like that. I just, you know, I'm not doing good. And it was like that. And then eventually I didn't, you know, I found this really good quote. Uh, you know, you can't find happiness by running away from unhappiness. Fact. So I kind of took that into to my aspect of life and shit and just, you know, took that to like the past the 10 cap and just it looked at fucking my depression straight on and just said, okay, look, we're going to have to deal with each other. You know what I'm saying? It is what it is, but you know, I'm going to be fine regardless. You're just going to make me sad sometimes. Yeah. I, yo, respect to that, my brother. 100%. I appreciate it, bro. It's not about how you fall. It's about how you get up. Now, yeah. you talked a lot about just how how did going to jail affect your music? Because that's I know that's something that was like a moment in your life that you that you talk about it on the tapes. Yeah, no, uh, I went to jail um, for a good two and a half months and before I had gone to jail and this is, I only went to jail twice. I went to jail once and knew I'd be here for like a day just because I failed a piss test. And, um, but before that, my big, like the time that I actually spent in jail, uh, that shit really fucking hurt dog. Like it really did, bro. Cause I had just lost my dog at the time. Um, and it was actually two days after the situation had happened. And, uh, Nobody, nobody talked to me, bro. When I was in jail, it was like, I really felt what it was like to be alone. Yeah. He was like you on know, an island. Yeah, because like when you go to jail, bro, you're surrounded by people you don't know, regardless, unless you know people in the streets. But even then, you still sleep by yourself every night. There's there's no. OK, well, let me go outside today. No, I went outside maybe two or three times in two and a half months, Ooh. you know, and yeah, bro, it sucks, bro. And like, I don't know, it just it. I, I mean, I cried a couple of times, too, bro, because it's just it hurts, bro. Like because when I went to jail, I had one person hit me up. One person sent me a letter out of all the people that knew that cared about me and that said that loved me and shit. And her name is Rochelle. And I really fuck with her tough, bro. Cause Shout out regardless Rochelle. of any, yeah, real talk, bro. Like she has sent me a letter and it just, it made me feel so good, bro. Cause it made me feel like, okay, well, like I feel like shit, but one person, one person believes I'm still a good person. So maybe I'm not all that bad and I can do something about it. You know, 100%. when I, when I got out of jail, it was, um, it was the same kind of thing. Just everybody was uh, hitting me up, you know, talking about this, this and this and this and this. And I was just like, you know, just I just felt very distant from everybody because it was like, you know, I didn't Y'all get didn't no hit me up. Yeah, no. Yo, that has to be like a certain type of different type of pain of like, y'all didn't hit me up when I was down, but now y'all hit me up now that I'm back. Like, and yeah, you, hear, bro. you hear that in the music. You talk about that, especially in part two. And yeah. talk to me just about how the, the and as you said, you're growing up. Some people you don't mess with anymore because you change your life. Talk to me just about that transition of learning who's there for you, because your name XOXO is about the people you love and the friendships you love unconditionally. Talk to me about how important it was to figure that out and figure out who's really there for me and like who do who should I really give my love and time to? Okay, so like I've been reminding myself a lot because I've been changing my life up a lot recently. And uh, I kind of tell myself, you know, if they don't care about what you care about, then 
they don't care at all, regardless of the situation, you know, because I had a lot of people that I was friends with that I was cool with. And, you know, I said, I love you and shit like that. And with me, whenever I tell you I love you, it's a very different thing from anything else because I mean this shit. Like, my 100%. love is very unconditional. I don't just give it out to everybody, you know. I give it to the people that actually give a shit about me and put the time and effort into me as anything, you know. And uh, that was that was mainly the whole idea of XOXO World was the fact that, you know, <clears throat> I saw it as me being like part one was just me hanging out with all my friends, doing some fuck shit, doing some crazy shit, you know, fucking up, da da da, whatever. I'm doing my thing, and and the last song taking me out uh, was me leaving Earth, and how I saw that was I was stuck on Earth and. I was stuck in this orbit and I was doing the same thing over and I was stuck in a cycle in a loop. Mm -hmm. And the best way you can do it is you can't just try to knock yourself out the loop. Like literally, like scientifically, you cannot just knock yourself out of Earth's orbit just like that and expect to go somewhere. And that's what I kept doing. I kept fucking up. I tried to, okay, let me change this little thing, but keep doing this other shit. No, I can't do that. So I was like, fuck it. How do I get out of this shit? Do a 180, go against the grain and get the fuck. And that's that's the main whole idea about the tape was because uh, I just kept doing the same shit, bro. Like, I just kept doing the same shit, kept fucking up. And like one of my bros, he's on the tape a lot. His name is Elijah. Shout out Elijah, bro. That's my fucking dog, man. I love you, dude. But he, uh, he really said something that resonated with me. And he was like, I think it was on uh, all on me, uh, all on me, all on you. That's, it was like that uh, is incredible. I appreciate it, bro. But fucking uh, he said, if you keep doing the same shit, then I can't fuck with you. Because at the time I had I was selling weed and uh, he had gave me like a couple grams to sell somebody. and I lost it. And he was uh, he was tripping about it. And I was like, all right, fuck, it's good. Like, I'll just go jack somebody for it. And he was he told me that shit. And I was just like. <sighs> You know, karma's real. So <laughs> yeah, I might want to start doing good by people instead of just blaming every, you know, putting everybody else's shit in my problems and trying to fix it in, instead of just me doing it myself. hundred percent. And I and you and I bet when you started to think about that shit and actually start putting that shit into action, it changed your life around. Oh, yeah, bro. No, definitely do. Like, it, it is amazing how much things changed around me. And the thing is, though, is that you know, you can't do it one time. It's it's like running, you know, you, you gotta can do it every run day for one day, but you got to do it every single day to see progress. And that's that's something I had to learn the hard way because I just kept doing it one time and expecting something to come out of it. And it didn't happen like that. <laughs> I just had to keep doing it no matter what, like uh, no matter what anybody did to me, I can't just do it back because two negatives don't make a positive, you know, 100 percent. And that's why when you say you're 20 and you feel like it's it's over, it's like, nah, man, you just re you just to the point where it's like, nah, you figured shit out and you figured it out at the at the perfect time, because now you can go through your 20s and like live that way and see the blossom and the fruits of your hard work. So that's that's oh, fucking yeah. incredible. Now, I want to ask you and I told you I was going to ask you this before we started in part two. You talk a lot about losing your friend. Talk to me about how that affected you. Yeah. Um, rest in peace, Christian. But rest uh, in peace. I don't know, bro. Like it was just it was just a very fucked situation. Um, a lot of shit had happened at the time. And at the time I was doing a lot of down bad shit and I was just tripping, man. And I'm not going to get into the specifics about what exactly happened. For sure. Uh, but, you know, when I went to jail, it had... Uh, I had a lot of time to think about what I was doing at the time and who I was hanging around with, you know, cause there's a lot of people I was hanging around with that wasn't really for me and didn't really help any situation I was in or nothing like that. And 
I don't know. It just hurt. Like, you know, one big thing that I've already that everybody pretty much knows, but a lot of people think that I left him for dead. And that was because I had left uh, and shit like that. And he was still there. But uh, there was a lot of situations that people don't know about that. You know, I can't even tell nobody until my case is closed that uh, that really made the situation happen the way it did. And uh, there's a lot of things that I wish I could change and all that kind of stuff. But it, it is what it is. You know, I, I have to remind myself every day that I'm not a bad person about the, thing, the decisions that I've made. But I did my best with whatever knowledge that I had at the time. And I don't know, I have a lot of a uh, lot of conflicting self battles with that shit because it makes me feel like shit, <laughs> you know, because it's like I couldn't I couldn't do anything to help him, you know, and uh, he meant a lot, a lot to me. And and he still does. If you tell from like if people actually listen to what you're saying on this tape, you can tell how much this affects you. Yeah. It, and it how much love you have for that person. Oh, yeah. No, he definitely made me change, bro. Like that was one of the big motivations to make me change my life around because it was like I couldn't save him and it's I don't ever want to put my any of my friends or any of the people I care about in a position like that and make sure you know that we're doing all good instead of just me you know I'm glad that you're that you that you come coming on this and talking with me about this because I feel like, like a this therapy is a, session yeah I feel like this is important <laughs> I, for people. I feel like this is important for people to hear because it shows that you can go through the worst of the situations, but still turn your life around. Oh, yeah, bro. No, I, I've been through a lot of stupid shit, man. Like, right, OK, so I'm dealing with a court case uh, for a weed charge in New Iberia, right? And I'm chilling with some of my people, uh, my friend LJ Germ and his dude named Travis, right? And we get caught up. We're going to we're just about to go to sleep, man. We just like three o'clock in the morning. We're at an apartment complex uh, at Germ's place. And. As we're, we pulled in, we can't get into the gate because it's closed and we don't have the code. So we're like, fuck it. We're just going to bust to the gate, right? So I got some weed in my bag. Yo, right, I know, right? Shit. Wait, why, why is this stupid ass shit, bro? <laughs> so we open, we get through the gate. Guess who fucking comes on duty, bro? Right whenever we open the gate, dude. The cops. A fucking cop, bro. I'm like, oh my gosh, son. <laughs> like, this is so stupid. So eventually it was like, okay, uh, I either throw out the weed or I just keep it because I was more afraid of the dogs coming. I was like, fuck it, I'm going to take my leg, bro. Fuck it. They found my weed, took it. And then I'm dealing with another weed charge that I'm about to go to court for, but I, it, it really don't matter if I talk about it or not. But it was fucked up. I'm telling you, bro, it was fucked up. The people been watching me. So I was at Circle K. I was just driving in and a police behind us. He had pulled us over for a traffic violation for our seatbelts. Right. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, OK, well, this is bullshit. You know, we were smoking weed in the car. <laughs> I'm like, all right, whatever. So we get out. They pull us out. Then I see four undercovers pull out of fucking uh, out of the streets, bro. Straight up on God, bro. Four undercovers pull out of nowhere, pull into the Circle K. They ain't got no nothing to indicate that they were police. They were just I knew they had the gun on their waist and a badge on their shirt. And I was like, son of a bitch. Like, so they check my bag. I get caught with like six cartridges of fucking weed and took my lick and uh, went about my day. And, uh, you know, that just that happened how it happened. But it was just I don't know, bro. Like, I've been in a lot of fuck situations. 100. Let's get let's get back to the music. Let's transition a little bit back. Talk to me about about um just what made you choose some of the features you chose. Uh, what you mean exactly? Like, like what made you choose some of the people? For example, like like you said on all uh 
on all me on all you. You talked about uh, even though there's wait, there's no feature on that one. Let me see. Like on lies, how you chose uh, big, big ridge. What was some oh, of the big uh, ridge? Yeah. Like what is some of why did you choose? Like, for example, big ridge. Why did you choose the features you chose? Like, why did you choose those people? Um, I had a couple more people that I want on the tape. We just never got linked up. But Big Red, shout out to him, bro. He's like a white rod wave, bro. I swear to God, bro. He, his voice is beautiful, dog. I don't think there's he any auto-tune on that. Real talk, bro. He's got a new song out right now. Y'all should go check it out. But uh, no, like I chose him because I, he used to fuck with some of the people I used to fuck with. And he sent me some shit. He's just been showing me love, bro. And I was like, all right, fuck it. Like, uh, he said, send me some if, if I have a guy anything from like, all right, bet. Cool. And I sent him that and he fucking blew it out the water. And I was like, all right, bet. Like, that's that's dope. Son. It's really dope. And Fuck then yeah. there was a dude named Xanafine I met. He's a dude from Australia, bro. He is fucking new wave type shit, bro. Like, he's definitely on a new wave right now with Elijah Dior and Ames World. Um, but I had met him through Elijah because I had he had I don't even know how I met Elijah, but. I met him. He sent me some beats. We I ended up getting in a group chat with all of them. And I met Xenophane through that. And he was sending out free opens. And I grabbed one from him called Hellcat. And he had sent me that. And I was like, this is pretty fucking dope shit. Let me see if I can run it up. Came up with my bars and shit like that. And I was like, you know, I think this is this is pretty fucking fire. Like, I think this is tape worthy enough to put on some. 100%. And, and what about yeah, Samo? Yeah. Uh, Samo. Some most hated. The most hated. Yep. There we yeah, go. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a he's a dude from New Jersey. Uh, okay. I don't know how I met him. Don't know when, but I had talked to him a while ago. We was talking about doing some. He had sent me a couple opens, and uh, I don't know. I just I fucked with a dog. Like just he's he's really cold, bro. Like, and he's coming up right now too. One hundred percent. What was your your decision? Because the only there's only like three songs that are three minutes plus. It's the last one, like you said, getting which is mainly the concept of your story about how you have to escape the mundaneness of doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different outcome. You have that one, you have all, all, all on me, all on you. And then you have the intro. Everything else is about two minutes to one minute. Was that a conscious choice based upon how the streaming era works, how things need to be, how we're in this microwave era? Is, is that just how it went? Uh, no, um, I kind of wanted to make part one. I'm not even sure if part two has a lot of long songs on it, but I don't know. Part one, it was uh, I mainly wanted to keep it short and simple just because of the fact that uh, it was a good marketing move. But to pertain to the story, uh, I think from 18 when I was 18 to I was 19, 19 and a half or whatever. It was a very short period of my life. And, uh, you know, a lot of shit happened um, and you can kind of hear that in my music. So I was like, no, fuck it. Let me make a lot of short songs because, you know, all that party and shit is uh it's pretty short, dog. Like mm -hmm. that shit don't last. You can keep replaying it over and over, but eventually you get tired of it, bro. Like that's so interesting that the reason why the songs are short is because it's like a party, like exactly. And that's how it is. You go to a party, but that's only for that instant. You have to deal with the ramifications yeah. of the party for forever. Yeah, yeah. And everything after that and before it, everything, bro. It's just it's it's it doesn't last, bro. It doesn't. Man, it, as I'm loving that I'm talking to you because now, now everything about the tape seems like it was meticulously chosen, bro. <clears throat> bro, it was like I I spent a lot of time like even my people around me they'd see me constantly have headphones and I'm listening to my music constantly. Like I'm not even trying to say like 
I'm being egotistical about it. I'm just very particular about what I want coming out and what I want to sound like and what exactly I want you to hear from me. Cause it's, it's, it's like an art project, you know, you don't just paint a painting and be all right, well, it's done. Now it's yeah. like, okay, well, I have this spot right here. That's not quite the right white. Okay. This is not quite the right red. Let me paint a little bit more. You know what I'm saying? It was, it was a very meticulous uh, project for me. That's why it was so big for me. 100%. I want to ask you. Okay. So with that being said about how, how meticulous you are, how important are bars to you? Very important to an extent. Um, sometimes I feel like uh, I, I kind of related to what Kid Cudi had said once time. I think it was on. I don't even know what song it was on. I just know it was on Moon Man. Uh, he said uh, people aren't getting praise enough for when you make it really complicated. And I try some songs not to make it too complicated just for people to understand. Cause like I can get like real, real complicated and make it to where genius will have to fucking, okay, this line connects to this one. This one connects it. I can, but um, I don't know. I kind of want to make some of the songs simple just because some are just the vibe out to and just mm -hmm. feel it and feel the sound waves and shit like that. Instead of just trying to figure shit out, just, just feel it, you know? 100 percent, 100 percent. And that's and that's the thing. That's why I brought up that that Kuzan bar, because you do have bars in there and you are telling the stories of what you went through, the court cases, the the problems you went through, the trials and tribulations. But at the same time, you make it digestible enough to where anybody can understand it and relate to. Yeah. It. Yeah. 100 percent. All right. So. Tell the people where they can find both Bando World, uh, Adventures of Bando Part 1, Earthbound, and then Part 2. SoundCloud only right now. I don't purchase any of the beats that I use. I have one song on there. I produced everything on the, the ta on both tapes. I do all the mixing and mastering. Uh, but I didn't make any of the beats besides one, which is uh, He Don't Talk No Money. I made that beat just because uh, it went hard. But I don't know. I give props to all the producers, bro. Like, real shit. It's hard to make beats, dog. It really is. Like, just to make something that's, that has enough quality to put out and actually make a song out of, uh, it, it's some hard shit. But I, I didn't have the money at the time. I've been, uh, I just recently got some money, like, a couple months ago because I, I was able to get a job. Um, and that was another thing, too. I couldn't get a job, bro, because of my robbery charge. That, that shit was fucked. But, uh... Regardless of that, I just had no money, so I had to. I just picked a lot of YouTube beats that I fucked with and went and run with that. One hundred percent. Do you prefer producing to rapping, or you prefer rapping to producing? Definitely rapping to producing. I just I feel like it's easier for me, but I definitely have. Uh, eventually, I'm going to be producing on my own tape. Like that's that's the plan for in the future, just because I want to say I did that, you Fuck know. Yeah. But I do want to uh, help put people on and I want, I want to be put on as well, you know? So I think it's a give and take whenever it comes to this rap shit. Fuck yeah. All right. So you can find the project on SoundCloud. You can find him at on SoundCloud at a uh, Bando at Bando world at, uh, at Bando X O X O W R L D. Now that we got the business out of the way, let me, I, we always do this rapid fire questions. What's your favorite movie? My favorite movie. Ooh, um, oh, that's a tough one right there. Fuck. Nah, I, okay, what, you, can give a, you can give like two, three. I'm just thinking like, cause there's a cut. I got like categories for my favorite movies. To be honest with you. All right. So like, if I was talking about like psychological shit, I would say the pursuit of happiness. Uh, 
is definitely one of them because that's where I find a lot of my main ideals. It's about this guy that goes on a trip because he isn't happy and he's a therapist and he isn't making his patients happy and shit. And he's trying to figure this shit out on the kind of basis of my tape. Like he's doing the same shit, not helping nobody. So he leaves and goes figure out his own shit and finds what happiness is and writes a whole thing about it. Uh, I would think, I, I think Interstellar is another one. I just like how fucking complicated it how is. Crazy like it's just, it is. Yeah. It's just so wild, bro. Like, um, and now you say that I see the connection of Interstellar to this project. Oh yeah, bro. Like I'm, I'm very into space, bro. Like I just, I like I, the outer place. I don't the know. idea of the unknown. One hundred percent. I think that's it, to be honest, which I got a couple more, but I can't think of them right now. If you were trapped on an island with only one album, one music album, what would that album be? One music album. Yeah. Definitely the moon, man. Mm, oh, yeah. OK. Oh, yeah. Okay. Bro. Man on the moon one. Yeah, I think man on the moon one or man two. on the moon two was was good. Uh, but I definitely vibe with Man on the Moon one first because that was the first one I ever heard. You know, they got the Pursuit of Happiness. They got, uh, they, you know, just have a lot of goaded songs on that one. Yeah, they do. Man on the Moon 2 is more of a, uh, I feel like an alternative project. I don't know how to explain it. You know, More of I mean. a concept yeah. idea. Yeah, yeah. 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 No, 100%. Okay. Being that you're from Louisiana, boo down crawfish. Can't eat crawfish. I'm allergic. Oh, okay. Well, boo down gumbo. Gumbo, definitely. 100%. Yeah, damn. As so long as I allergic, can eat it, bro. You you allergic to the iodine in crawfish, huh? Yeah, yeah. That's like and my I'm allergic to peanuts, grass, dogs, oh dust. Oh my god! I'm like a walking. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I'm like a walking allergen, bro. It's horrible, son. <laughs> See, now, like I'm, I'm, a, I'm allergic to nuts too. I know how shitty that shit is. Yeah, it fucking sucks. It does, bro. <laughs> like it's like everywhere I go, that it's everywhere. What's, what's yeah. in it? <laughs> yeah, you got to one hundred percent. Okay. Oh, yeah. So, all right, next up we got is what, if you could go anywhere on vacation, where would it be? Vacation, um, New York. I, New I've York? been there before, but I just, I love lights, bro. Like that's, I mean, that brings a lot of inspiration for me. Like it's just the lighting of the room, just, just lights in general, bro. Like it's just perfect for everything. It makes everything better or worse. Fuck yeah. Okay. And then the final question we ask everybody is if you're the writer, director, producer to the Bando XX. XOXO movie, how would you want that movie to end? Um, i probably pull some dumb shit and make it a bad ending just because okay. of the movie effect. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. I'm still, I'm still in the movie right now, to be honest with you. It's kind of hard. How, to... it's, it's however you want, you want your life or, or, or this movie to end. It's whatever you want. Man, if I had to talk about my life and not even like in general to a movie aspect to it, I definitely wanted to end with, uh, with, with, with definitely like just one female. Like I'm a very loyal person. As gotcha. you can tell through the tape. Uh, I'm a very loyal person. I want to end with one female. I want to have a, uh, what do you call it? Uh, a McLaren. I want it to be, uh, pinked out, but I don't want it to be like a bright pink. I want it to be like Sakura. Okay. My trees pinked out. Right. And I want to be riding away in this like street light in LA with the sun coming down, lights coming on, bustling streets and shit. Just listening to some some Isaiah Rashad. Uh, I don't know. Let me see. I think that would just end like that, and just the camera would Fuck pan yeah. up and just 
credits See, roll. I love that every answer we get, it it's so different. And that was one of the more you gave me a shot. I fuck with that. That was yeah. that's hard. <laughs> that's hard as hell. Yeah, I appreciate that. Hell yeah, Bando. Thank you so much for coming on the show, my brother. Tell the people they can follow you out on social media. Bando XOXO. It used to be Bando XOXO World, but I'm already done with that tape. Y'all check my tape out this Sunday. Uh, Bando XOXO on everything. SoundCloud, YouTube, not on YouTube. Take that back. Instagram, Snapchat, uh, Twitter. I don't really use Twitter, but that's something I will in the future. So I guess that's it. 100%. Y'all make sure y'all go. Y'all make sure y'all go follow him. Check out the tapes. When you guys hear this, the both tapes are out. I like both tapes extremely. Like I, I wouldn't have brought you on if I didn't. I like the first one a lot, but the second one really gives an insight into who you are. And we definitely talked about a lot of the stuff. The second one is on. Just I'm not Vlad. I'm not DJ Academics. So yeah. Talk about what we could talk about. So yeah, I appreciate you coming on, Bando. I appreciate you having me, man. Real talk. Oh, you already bro. know, bro. Real next, talk. next tape you drop, you, you'll be more than welcome to come back on. That's a bet, bro. I'm definitely going to do something with it. Fuck yeah. So let's finish up this pod with bros who ball. Alrighty, ladies and gentlemen, that was Bando. XO shout out to Bando for coming on the pod. Y'all make sure y'all go check out his two new albums and follow him on social media. It's that time of the pod where we break down the latest news in sports and what's going on in the sporting world. Bros who ball. Joined by my guy, Adam Schubert. Shuby, how you doing, brother? I'm doing pretty well, man. You know, it's more so other things going on than sports, but we're getting right around time to uh, the NCAA tournament. Yeah, March Madness. We're going to have gonna have to fill out a bracket. We're going to do a bracket challenge. For sure. I mean, we're going to have uh, conference tournaments this weekend, so I'm excited to check out what happens uh, with oh, yeah. some, the Sun I'm probably, Conference. I'm probably and, producing most of those games. Uh, you probably are <laughs> from, from, from doing the, the other, the other teams at Alabama, I can tell you that you're definitely doing those games and they're going to, and they're going to line up with baseball games and it's going to be hell. Oh, you might God. be there all day. Yeah. It's going to be interesting, but no, I'm excited for that this weekend. We'll, and we'll talk uh, probably next Sunday about which college won the, the SAB school, South Alabama or UL mm-hmm. is going to be intense this or prob- weekend or maybe neither. Cause Texas state's real good too. Mm-hmm. And then we'll see what Coastal Carolina is gonna do. The uh, yeah. there with their weird name. What's there? Isn't it some weird like the the Chanticleer? The shan- What the fuck is a Chanticleer? It's a rooster. Is it? Should I Google that right now? Or do yeah. they look weird? No. Let me see. How do you how do you spell that? Uh, C H A N T. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Wait. Mm-hmm. Nope. Oh yeah, a Chanticleer chicken. Yeah. Weird. Okay. You know, all the South Carolina schools just like their chickens. Uh, okay. Yeah, Gamecocks, Chanticleer. I got you. I got you. Well, yeah, that's this weekend. Um, real quick, want to just send our thoughts and condolences, our, our prayers, because just a speedy recovery to Tiger Woods because uh, he got in a bad car accident. Luckily, he was alive. That was my thing, Schubert. When I heard the news, I was like, is he alive? I saw people concerned about like, oh, we won't see him play golf anymore. I was more concerned about if no, that, the dude... That's, that's factual. I was more concerned about if the dude was alive. Uh, yeah. I, my thing, after watching the documentary and being a little cynical, I was like, okay, well, where's the other, the next story? Mm, see, you, you were one of those guys. Good thing it wasn't, sword- it wasn't like I wasn't I was like I'm not like rooting for the guy to be hurt or anything like that but I'm like okay well that, that's one story but the, when there's Tiger Woods has had a morning accident before mm. so I, I know where like you're going with that I know I was just like you were waiting for like what's, what what, it, what's the real news luckily but, it wasn't but, that 
it was a it was a romantic rendezvous with Drew Brees. Apparently, apparently, we're gonna talk about Drew Brees. But again, prayers to Tiger Woods. Also, rest in peace, Irv Cross, uh, one of the pioneer black sports analysts for uh, CBS doing the football game. He died like a couple of minutes. Well, we got the news a couple of minutes ago tonight when we were recording this. So rest in peace, yeah. Irv Cross. But um, also, well, I mean, Schubert- that's the that's the thing though. You know, you mentioned the Tiger thing. But, but that's that's the facts, man. Like we're probably never gonna see him play golf again. Like uh, you know, a week ago, I'm having a conversation with people being like, "Oh man, after this documentary, I'm like, man, can Tiger pull off five more? Like he's got he's 45, but like he's either done. I don't think he's ever gonna play in the PGA anymore. He might, but it would it would he, it's not like he's gonna be competitive in majors. Um, I think for him, the best thing for him to do right now is to go to the senior tour. Mm. You know he not he gonna try one more time. Oh, he's gonna try. He's he's it's not, he's he's got the time. Like by the time that I'm saying he should be in the senior tour is like the these are the start date for the senior tour is 50. So when he hits 50, I mean he's just hop into the senior tour and just roll with it because it's gonna boost the revenue of the senior senior stuff. Like the, people are gonna be watching the hell out of that. I think other people are gonna jump in with him like Ernie Els and like stuff like that. They'll get so then we'll have the young boy golf and the old boy golf. All right, all right. Well, look, I hope he can give it another go. We're going to see. But hopefully, like I said, I'm glad he's alive. Hopefully his leg is okay. Also, Schubert, I'm going to play a game that I played with you, that I played with Doom in Brooklyn at the end of the pod. We're going to start doing these at the end, and we're going to see who can get the highest score, but we're going to do that at the end of the thing. I'm not going to tell you. Well, I'll tell you the game. You have 30 seconds, and I got this courtesy of TikTok. Everybody's been doing it. I'm going to give you 30 seconds. You're going to have to guess. I guess since this is sports, I'll do athletes for you. For them, I was doing anybody, but you're going to have to guess the person in under 30 seconds. And all all you can do is just ask questions like, is it a male? Is it a what sport? Like, or do, well, yeah. you can't say what sport does he play. You got to guess. You got to say, does he play insert sport here? Well, can I say team sport or individual? Yeah, I'll answer that. All right. All right. But we'll do that at the end. Um, Real quick. Let's let's talk some NFL news because big rumors, big, big rumors. Uh, Russell Wilson. It was said that his trade, he told the Seattle Seahawks that. He would be he would be willing to stay, but if they were if they were going to trade him, these were the trade destinations: the Saints, number one, Cowboys, Bears, Raiders, and Jets. But the Jets were at the bottom. That's New York. That's uh, Sierra. I put that on the list. Don't be upset. If if they do it, they do it. But I don't really want to go there. Well, it, it doesn't make sense for the Jets. They would have to give up way too much, and they need everything that they can get when it comes to picks. So. Which one do you um, think is the best option for him? Because I, I'm coming as a biased Saints It's a loaded fan. question. It's a loaded question. Which one do I think is best for him, or which one do I think is best for X team? For him. Because um, me, believe- in Brooklyn talked a little bit about this, and Brooklyn said he thought it was another team. It's To me, it's between uh, the... Probably the Cowboys and the Saints. Okay, see, I said the I said I I didn't put the Cowboys in the conversation. I said this on the radio this week because I don't think they do it because they want to keep Dak. To me, the best two options for him are the Saints and the Bears. Well, the thing about Dak is you have to pay a super large amount of money for him, and you would be paying less to Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. So it's like, do I pay Dak all this money or do I take Russell Wilson for less? And they have, they also have the capital to give. Like they could, they could afford to give a receiver to Seattle. They could afford to give some picks to Seattle. That's true. 
Like they, Ooh, they could so they could afford to make that move. So like it makes sense for the Cowboys to make that move. Um, if we're going through them all real quick, Bears. I think Russell Wilson's saying that he wants to go to the Bears, but I don't think that's actually true. And I don't think the Bears are going to formulate something enough for him. Bears need to look elsewhere. Yeah, they should. Even though they have great defense, I think he would fit in well. I just don't know if that's better than the options laid out for him. And I agree with that. But they have great defense, solid run game, good weapons. But there's, if you want those, there's better of those elsewhere. And the reason I don't say Oakland is he'd be facing the same issues that he has in Seattle. He'd, he, sure, maybe his O-line would be a little bit better and he would have some younger weapons around him, even though the guys he has are, are pretty young. But he had no, he would have no defense. Yeah, zero, zero. zero and defense. I don't know if so, he would – also, I'm looking at the coach aspect of it as well. I mean, John Gruden's a good coach. I would put John Gruden above Mike McCarthy, but I don't but know if Russell Wilson's trying to go vibe with John Gruden. That's the thing. Like, Russell Wilson's a celebrity and is married to a celebrity. And John Gruden is a celebrity. So it's not, it doesn't really make sense for him to be with another celebrity. Like for Gruden, and I guess the thing with him is all of his quarterbacks that he's ever had, he's never had a good quarterback as a head coach. Yeah. I'm sorry true. to all the guys that he's coached, Rich but they haven't, they haven't been good. <laughs> yeah, they've been and just so, average. I mean, that's, that's just kind of his MO. So I, I don't know how that, when that's ever going to change for him, but I just don't think it's Russell Wilson. I, you know, but if Russell you go to the Wilson, Cowboys, Mike McCarthy's not a good coach. Like you don't want to well, deal let, with that. No, he's not a good coach. But like, if you're Russell Wilson, you go to the Cowboys, their defense is getting better. They're in a weak division, real weak, they are. easily winnable. Um, you, I wouldn't say you would get two, two out of the three receivers of Seattle's and take them. But if you do have all three receivers, you have Amari Cooper, uh, Michael Gallup and CD Lamb. I feel like CD Lamb's gone. I feel like CD Lamb's gone. Him or Gallup? I probably think that they would give Gallup, but mm-hmm. I don't know if he's worth it. Yeah. To Seattle, um, I, I don't know why Seattle would even want receivers. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when it comes to the Saints, he's, it, the Saints really just needed someone who was a playmaker at quarterback. That was really all they needed. So you get the best coach in the league, second best coach. You get a the, great weapon in Michael Thomas, Camara. You may lose Lattimore. You may lose Lattimore because they're going to want a stud. And that's like our only stud we can give. So, you know, besides Ram check. Yeah. But, um, and we're not giving Ram check. No. Uh, the issue with the Saints is what would they have to give up? And then where would that leave them when it comes to building up in the off season? So like, if let's say, you know, the saints only have five picks this year, all of them come before the fifth round. Yep. Um, which is great. Those are all very solid picks and you, you could easily get rid of those, but if you get rid of them and you lose Trey Hendrickson and you lose M- you know, Marcus Williams or Marcus Lattimore. Williams, you know, what do you, what does that leave you with and how are you going to rebuild if you if you're you know you have to supplement the money for Russell Wilson's contract, you probably have to unload more players to fit that with the cap. So with the Saints, it's great wishful thinking and it would be great for Russell Wilson. I just don't see it being feasible. But I have seen Saints, Saints have. I have seen Saints reporters mark out a path to the cap. Mickey Loomis is cap wizard, cap expert. He's done crazier things in the future. I still think we can keep Marcus Williams and get Russell Wilson, but we do will lose Trey Hendrickson and Lattimore. Hopefully some of those picks in the draft could help and get somebody. It depends on like which picks you give up. So Got to give up the first round. Yeah, but this is a year to give out, give away the first round because it's pick 28. What, I mean, you're, 
you could I, th- I even feel like the saints might trade back on that pick like because they could get somebody good at 30 just as good as they could get 28 so but you know pick two i've been hearing a lot of that they're really interested in um asante samuel florida state mm-hmm. and i think that would be a great or jc on horn the the son of joe horn no for sure but yeah this one but i'm saying like in the second round i feel like that's the kind of guy you get get that corner that would replace Lattimore. So, I mean, they have, they have the, the later round picks to be able to, to move their way through. It's just, it'll be interesting. What would you, what would you be giving up? And, and anyway, I, I like, don't know if Seattle's going to do this. Yeah. That's the, the other factor in all this is like, will it even happen? And I don't think it will. It, it's more of just like conversations to have. The only way that it's going to get done is if Seattle gets what they're asking for. And so it's three first round picks. If yeah. a team is willing to give three first round picks for Russell Wilson, which if they did, you're taking Morgan a big game. Future. Look, if I'm the Saints, I'm doing it, man. We're mortgaging the future. Let's do the Rams way, pay money, and just get free agents. And I'm, I'm sure Tom Brady has shown that if you have a good quarterback, people will come. New Orleans is a good market, good team, good division. Free agents might want to come on the cheap to play with Russell Wilson. It's, it's possible. And it's also one of those things where the Cowboys aren't in a situation where like they could have won last year and the Raiders are in a situation where it's not like they could have won last year. Same with the bears. The saints is the only team that he could go to and it's like a win now situation. So the saints giving up those picks to do for a win now attitude would fit with the team that they have um, where like Russell Wilson moving to those other teams, like, you know, if he moves to the Raiders, you're in a really tough division. And you got to wait. Hard. You're going to be battling you go, Patrick Mahomes. You go to the Bears, you're going to be battling Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. And so, like, that's go why I'm saying, Go battle old like, man Brady, Russ. Take over, bro. That would be big for his career. Like, it would – it that would only, just be the move. The only concern in the NFC uh, South is what if the Panthers get Deshaun Watson. Deshaun, yeah, and, and that's where we were going next. Deshaun Watson came and told David Cully, it's over, it's done, I'm outie, I'm going to sit out. Deshaun Watson will be on Twitch, chilling, <laughs> chilling, and all, chilling during the season if, if, if they don't want to get rid of him. The Panthers have cleared, clearing space. They're offering up Teddy Bridgewater picks. Will he go to the Panthers? Yeah, of course. It'd be great for him. Yeah, back into he, his, I, the place where he made his bones. I mean... It's in an area that he would feel comfortable in for sure. I mean, you, you know, being the Clemson quarterback, he's from Georgia. Yep. Um, you got so a you great get to, he coordinator in Georgia Joe Brady. twice a year. You know, yeah, it'd be with Joe Brady, Matt Rule, even as well. Yeah. The, the concern is, is would they have to give up uh, McCaffrey? And that's really one of your big selling points. You can't get rid of McCaffrey. We got to keep but, him for him. And then you have really great weapons, DJ Moore. DJ Moore, yeah. Uh, Robbie um, Anderson, Curtis, Curtis Samuel. Samuel. You'll probably have to get rid of Samuel, maybe. Probably. And keep Robbie Anderson and DJ Moore. But still, that would, CJ McCaffrey, that would make the NFC. Like, could you imagine if the NFC South had Deshaun Watson, Brady, and Russ battling at it? That would be insane. It would be pretty insane. And the Falcons would be dead in the water. Yo, love it. I love it. They're, they're scrambling. They're trying to do something. They're the scrambling. They are yeah, scrambling. Yeah, four, so. We shall yeah, see, but that's that's pretty much all the, the NFL news. Let's jump to the NBA, where the Pelicans, they had an interesting week. An interesting week. They won some games. 
lost a Bucks game that they shouldn't have lost. I feel like the refs lost the Spurs yesterday. The Spurs was just ridiculous. Uh, I feel like the refs cheated them out of the Bucks game. I feel like the Spurs was on them. They're they're fourteen and nineteen. The Grizzlies are fifteen and fifteen. The Mavericks are sixteen and sixteen, and the Warriors are nineteen and sixteen. It is still doable to get to the playing game. I know the league wants them there. Zion is now an All Star. Zion's looking good, man. And he said that he said today he he feels they're right on the cusp of getting to where they want to be. And to hear that from him, that means a lot. I like it. I like well, the, it from the All Star. The, the fact of the matter is, is that of the West, there are ten teams to go. And the Pelicans are better than at least nine of them. Or, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Well, they're, they're probably the ninth best. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. No, I get what you're saying. I'm with you. They're definitely better than the Grizzlies. And I think the Mavericks, they could beat the Mavericks right now because the Mavericks are just a hot mess. Chris Stapps is. Y'all well, got rid I mean, of Chris Stapps at the right time. Let me just let me give the Knicks their props one time. Y'all might have made the best move for y'all. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I'll I'll keep going back on this because it needs to be mentioned. He did have his own off the court issues that people need to know about. He's a, he's a problem. He's a problem child. Yeah. But um, yeah, I think the Pelicans are definitely better than Memphis. I think they could beat Dallas straight up. You know, I even think that they could con- compete with some of the teams in that top eight. You know, which they showed against the Spurs the other day. I feel like they could compete against. Uh, I don't think the Spurs State. are that good. If I'm being honest, like I don't, I, the Pels are more talented than the Spurs. The Spurs are just better disciplined than the Pelicans right now, and we saw that yesterday. But shout out to my guy Keldon Johnson. I've been saying Keldon Johnson's a baller, but uh, yeah, I think they're better than the Spurs. I, I think they're better than the Warriors. Funny enough, with Steph Curry. That's what I, that's what I said. Yeah, and, and the Blazers and the Nuggets are interesting. I feel like the Blazers fully healthy. We could not beat, but I think we could beat the Nuggets. I'm going to be straight up. The Nuggets aren't know. as good as they are last year, which is crazy. It, 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 that's highly dependent on Steven Adams. Yeah, 100%. 100%. And it's funny because I think the Nuggets could beat the Jazz in the playoffs. And that just shows you where I think of the Jazz, who are ranked 1, 27-7. And seven. Are they losing steam? They beat some good teams. Or you think it's still fake like I do? I just, I just think that regardless of where they are, it's just going to be a very tough road for them. Yeah, it will be. Because you're going to have to go through the Lakers and the Clippers at some point, which I don't think you'll do. And you're going to have to go through the Suns, which I don't think you'll do. Yeah, so, I mean, how, how does the whole playing game work? So, do they play in and then they play against the eighth? Or is it yeah. like eight, they, nine, ten, and all? Uh, eight and nine play. Oh, uh, well, nine and or ten is it play. seven and eight. Well, no. Okay, so depending on seventh seed, if seventh is like, I believe, two games within eighth, they they seven and eight play, and then nine and ten play, and then the loser of seven and eight plays the nine and ten winner for the eighth seed. But yeah. if seven is like four to six games ahead, then they don't then it doesn't matter with them. Then nine but and then ten play they would then they would do nine and ten up to eleven. No, no, no just nine and ten and then nine and okay. ten play and then the winner of nine and ten plays eight and that goes to the uh to the playoffs and then the Jazz would have to play the eighth seed. All right. So the, so then the Jazz would have to play the play in team and let's say that the play in team is New Orleans. You know, I feel like that would be a pretty competitive series. I think we could beat them. I'm just being honest, man. The Pelicans are actually super, super talented. What point Zion has done 
has just been incredible. And then you got Brandon Ingram. The problem with the Pelicans are they're undisciplined on defense. And until they start playing better on the defensive end, they're not going to beat anybody. Right. But, you know, thinking about the teams involved, if they played Denver in the first round, I, I think Denver could beat them. I think Denver it's could just, beat the Jazz as well, too. It's just one of those things where, like, the Jazz, like, sure, they're playing great basketball at the moment, but, you know, how, what is Jordan Clarkson going to be able to do in the playoffs? You What's know? Rudy Gobert going to be able to do in the playoffs? There's a, so many questions. Well, Rudy Gobert is just – like, if Rudy Gobert – if it's Rudy Gobert and Steven Adams, like, I think that's pretty even. If it's Rudy Gobert and Jokic, like, beat. Yeah. Uh, you know, don't, don't let Wiseman improve a lot this season and have his playoff opportunity, you know – and then Dallas is only Luca, so I can't really say anything about mm-hmm. that. But, but my thing is the Jazz need other people to step up. Will Mike Conley step up? Will Jordan Clarkson, like you said, play like he's been playing lights out? Will Bodon Bogdanovich show up? So there's just so many questions with the Jazz that I just don't buy into. I think the Nuggets, the Warriors, the Mavericks, and the Pels can all beat the Jazz. I think it's feasible with all those teams because Steph Curry, I'm going to choose him over Donovan Mitchell any day of the week. And... Same thing with Luca. I just feel like all those teams have stars that can take it to another gear, whereas we haven't seen that from Donovan Mitchell, and I feel like he needs some help. This, but all, all you know, saying all that, this also could be the opportunity that Donovan Mitchell does show that. True. I, I don't really think that Donovan Mitchell is the end all be all on that team. Like I, th- I think that he's proved that he's a big enough star that I, I would say that I would depend that he would play pretty well. It's everybody else. Like I just don't think Rudy Gobert is as good as was previously advertised in previous seasons. Um, and I just, you know, but he doesn't have about any other Conley, help. That, he, that he's too old. And then Jordan Clarkson, you know, he's a role player. He's a, he's a role player. And I just don't see him being as much of a different player as he was when he was in LA. So same. And speaking on LA, the West might be wide open with this Anthony Davis injury. Anthony is looking like if he plays anytime soon, he's going to tear his Achilles. So he's out for the foreseeable future. The Lakers without Anthony is a lot worse team. They need Anthony. How healthy does Anthony have to be for the Lakers to not make to for the Lakers to make it back to the finals? Because the Clippers are there. I think the Suns are there. He's got to be 75%. Yeah, he has to. He has to. Because if not, they're going to lose. I don't know if LeBron can do it with this group of bums. That was the, that was the thing about this group of bums is that this group of bums looked really great with a fully healthy AD and LeBron. Yeah, where like last season, I think it was even the same. It, it, that that too is the team, and then every, also Schroeder's injury is big too. Like True. if if they don't have Schroeder or AD, you could throw it in the water. They definitely need AD, but they I think they need Schroeder just as much because when you get to the East. It's a different monster. I also think when you get to the Clippers and the Suns, it's a different monster because yeah, I mean, I I don't see the Lakers right now being a final scene, but I also don't see that hurting LeBron's legacy at all. Oh no, me neither. Me neither. Um, he just won one. I'm okay with it. He he just won one, and he's going to will them into this the playoffs. playoffs. Yeah, and like, and the fact that he's he'll stand up in front of a mic and be like, "Yeah, I don't take any days off. I'm going to yeah. work." Exactly, and like, then talk shit to Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Man, I'm I'm so hurt by that because I was an Ibra fan, and LeBron just gave him that smoke. I loved it. I'm I'm loving LeBron right now, low key. Like I am I I'm low key a LeBron James fan right now. Which well, is crazy. it's just one of those things where like I feel like where I'm at now and thinking about like generations of, of talent and things that I've seen in my lifetime. He's our guy. What I'm going to, 
what I'm going to tell kids in, in in their lifetime. It's like, yeah, I'm watching Tom Brady and LeBron do their thing. Like, like th- th- I, honestly, I can say it might be better than the '90s era. I know the '90s had Jordan. I know the '90s had uh their their Elways and whatnot. But I got to see Brady and LeBron and Jeter do, doing. Yeah, well, I mean, I it's like, especially this past decade where you know. LeBron, pretty much all of his success came in this decade. And um, for Brady, we thought that he was done. And then mm-hmm. he has a second half and then a third. So it's just like, it's just unreal what you're seeing from the, from, uh, yeah, from I'm, not, like, I'm, not, like- I'm not betting against Braun, but it's just like, it's, it's tough, man. Cause Kawhi and Paul George look really good. And Chris Paul is making Devin Booker and Aiton shape up. And if Aiton is ready for the playoffs, by the time the playoffs come, watch out. Yeah. The, the only other thing I'm thinking about the NBA is it worth talking about the All-Star? Yeah, see, the only thing I feel like talking about it is that they shouldn't do it. Like, it's it's ridiculous that they're doing it. KD's not playing. If I was LeBron, I wouldn't play. I would fake an injury. I said this on the radio. I was like, why would you play? You got, you got to worry about getting your team to the playoffs. Why the fuck am I playing in the All-Star game? Like, I don't even want Zion to play. I want Zion to do the dunk contest, and that's it. Well, it's more it's more so that I'm thinking that this year would have been a good year for them to implore the new Pro Bowl mm. where it's like you announce the teams, you invite them into the weekend and you play games like not real games. But you, you do the dunk contest, do the three point shot, you, like you skill do a skills events. challenge. Yeah, that would yeah. have been better. And then like the fact that they're saying it's not going to be a party. I'm seeing flyers everywhere. Bow Wow's throwing a party. Quavo's throwing a party. So like. The NBA is just promoting Corona, and but they're trying to deny it. It's just true. So, you know, I'm not for the All-Star game. I'm glad KD not playing because the Nets got bigger fish to fry. I think the Nets are the best team in the league, but, man, that the Sixers, if Ben Simmons keeps playing like he is and Embiid keeps playing like he is, the Sixers may have arrived, finally. I agree with that. I think, I, I, I think, I think they're legitimately, like, I think it's the Sixers and the Nets and I think the Bucks are like a couple notches below, like uh, like at least four notches below. I mean, I think it's the Nets, and the only other team that I think that could compete with them is Philadelphia. Like, there's not other, there's not another team that I feel like Boston's can with them. dead in the water. I I realize Miami's getting their mojo back, but Miami got to just keep winning to prove something to me. Your Knicks are in fourth, which is incredible. Shout out, shout out to them, man. I'm I'm excited for you as a fan. As a fan, like you Getting should be D coming Rose on this. Was helpful. I mean, you D should Rose come on this podcast and talk more shit, bro. Like your team is like dominating right now. <laughs> I mean, D, it was the acquisition of D Rose, man. You bring that veteran presence who you know he's worked with Tibbs before. Someone that you know you could rely on with the shot. Someone to mentor. Someone to mentor quickly, like because quickly Julius is y'all's Randall. future. Yeah, you have Julius Randle. He's your all star, but Julius Randle isn't your uh, end of the game. I gotta get the ball to Julius Randle for the final shot. No, eventually that's gonna have to be quick, quickly. It's gonna or have to RJ be Barrett. RJ Barrett and those guys need someone to help them develop. And who better than former MVP D Rose? Yeah. So, uh, you like know, y'all I beat think the Pacers. That's a big win. It is a big win. Y'all beat them one one ten to one oh seven. Like Sabonis was held to fifteen. Like it's a three game streak right now. Julius Randle had twenty eight. Barrett had twenty four. Like I know Julius Randle's getting a lot of love, but Barrett's been playing like. Really well. Yes. I mean, you know, unfortunately, the Knicks don't get enough airtime based upon their previous years. Mm-hmm. But it, 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 as y'all should. Watch. 
Like I mean, th- yeah, it makes th- sense. this was a surprise. Like we can't to say we to say at this point you would have guessed the Knicks would have been the four seed and the Celtics would have been the six. I would have told you you were smoking crack. Yeah, I mean, I even I didn't say they'd be up this high. Mm-hmm. Also, I love it that Atlanta. Uh, I just want the Hornets to be better than Atlanta because I'm fucking with Lamelo Ball. I need the Hornets to be better than Atlanta, but I don't feel like the East standings will stay like this because I feel like the Pacers are going to make their way back into the playoffs. They will. They'll get back into it eventually. I mean, Sabonis just can't be denied. Yeah. But, um, but it's, I mean, it's nice for at least New York right now and Chicago because they've been out for a while and, and now they'll be seen- showing some life. So Exactly. So I'm, I'm just going to be this week, I'm going to just watch a lot of Sixers games and next week I'm going to come back and we're going to discuss if they're real or fake. I got to do a deep dive on the Sixers because what they've been doing look, has just been incredible. Let's look right now and see, you know, what's our televised games we got. We got uh, Tuesday think- on TNT, you have Boston Clippers and Lakers right. Suns. Both of those games I'm watching tomorrow. It's Definitely. On Tuesday. Oh, on Tuesday, on Tuesday. Yeah. Got to um, watch Lakers Suns. Wednesday. Wednesday on ESPN, you got Houston, Brooklyn, and uh, Portland, Golden State. Not concerned about those. Going to be watching Bulls, Pelicans. That'll get us some insight in the Bulls. And then on and I'm uh, going to watch on we got League Pass, Schubert. So I'm going to watch Jazz Sixers on Wednesday. That's a big game. Uh, on Thursday, your TNT game is uh, Miami, New Orleans. Definitely watching that. Definitely and watching then it. They're going to take a hiatus for All Star break. Yeah, Sunday, and then they'll be back on. Okay, cool. So, yeah, next week we'll talk a lot of Pellies, of course, like we always do. We'll give you an update on them. We're also going to talk Sixers because, like I said, I'm going to watch the Sixers, and we're going to watch that Lakers Suns to give you some updates on how the Suns are the Suns the real deal. So expect a lot of Sixers talk, a lot of Suns talk next week, a lot of Pels talk, and some more Jazz talk, and then just things that we see throughout the week. But, you right, let's play the game, brother. All right, let me put 30 seconds. You got 30 seconds? To guess, so I'm, yeah, I'm, sure. I'm no, I, I got it. I got it on my phone. I'm gonna just do it because I gotta be able to stop you. So basically, you'll be able to ask just questions until 30 seconds ends, and then you'll get a guess, and then we'll see what you do. Just to let you know, Doom and Brooklyn both failed miserably today. So well, it's hard. It's harder when you don't at least have the basis of like what I have. I have like specific. Yeah, you do. But they, but but they had it was either musician a- a actor or athlete and i i told them they could ask that first and they did and they didn't get any further like brooklyn brooklyn guessed tom cruise and it was tom hanks so i guess he was he was he was on the right track and doom was just off so all right but let's get it 30 seconds on the clock all right you can be all right i'm getting your athlete in my head let's see let's see all right got it all right three two one begin Eli Manning. No, bro. Why don't you ask me a better question? All right. Uh, is it a team sport or individual? Individual. Individual. Uh, Manny Pacquiao. No. Is it a, is it an Olympic sport? I don't think so. Oh. I don't know. <laughs> That's Tiger I Woods. Don't... No. Um, is it a, a sport um, that is a... Uh, that normal people can play. Yes. Tom. Uh, All right. That was your, it was a golfer or a tennis player. I can't answer that. You got to guess. Oh, okay. Um, I'm going to say 
Nadal. I don't know. No. Oh, you you had the right. If you'd asked male or female, you probably could have got it. Because oh, okay. it's a girl. Yeah. It was Naomi Osaka. I've been on a big Osaka kick mm. lately. So that's where we were at. Shout out to her. She just won the U.S. Open. And I'm loving her and her relationship with, with YB and Corday, just known as Corday now. I'm really oh. I'm, I'm a big fan of that couple. So, yeah, that's why I'm, I'm a big fan of Corday. I'm a, I'm a big fan of her. Like, she's killing it. She's like the next the next one. Like, we don't talk. We never talk about that, that stuff. But like, she's killing it right now. And she just beat Serena. And I feel like she just dethroned Serena as like the face of tennis with that last win. Yeah, was, that was probably the only marquee tennis match that they had the whole time. Uh, but that's the issue with tennis is like I can probably I can tell you two women tennis players and I can tell you th- three, three men. men tennis players. Yeah, and I same. can't tell you anybody else. But 10 years ago, I could I could list off eight and eight. Like I could I could tell you some damn tennis. Players. Yeah, I could, too. Like back like, when Sharapova was big, and you had Venus and Serena both killing things. I can name those three. But on the men's side, it was like. Andy Murray, Andy Roddick, uh, Nadal. This was pre-Djokovic, so it was like Andre Agassi, mm-hmm. uh, Federer. Like, I was in the men's tennis. Like, right now, it's just Djokovic, uh, Mer- uh, Federer, and Nadal. Because Andy Murray fell off, and Andy Roddick, Ben fell off. Yeah, I mean, there's some guys that come in, in and out, and they'll beat some people here and there. But, but-, but nobody's beating the Joker and Nadal. They're, like, in their Federer primes right now. So I, I actually think Nadal's on the, the back half. I would say Probably Djokovic so. is the only one in his prime. Yeah, I'm loving Djokovic. I can't wait till there's like a new male star that I can be forced to know. So, but we're gonna do this every week. Y'all are all one in oh, oh and one right now. We'll see who will get a win first. But all right, Schubert, tell the people they can follow you at on social media. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Schubert14. We're gonna do the Bros Who Binge this week. Um, what are we reviewing? Hopefully- what do I need to watch? Um, well, are we, doing I Nomad, the, are we doing Nomadland this week? Would you watch? If you, would, if you would rather, I watch the the people or not the United States versus Billie Holiday on Hulu. Oh, okay, yeah, I'll watch that. I watch that. It, you know, it's just as sad as I assume Nomadland is. <laughs> um, but it carries a lot of uh, really interesting parallels to Judas and the Black Messiah that I've been like talking about with people who had seen Judas and the Black Messiah and mm. and, and this Seems movie. like we're continuing our, our saga conversation from Trial of Chicago 7 that carried over to Judas and the Black Messiah. But I mean, this is before all of that. Mm. Like, you know, this is like post-prohibition. Okay. You know, this is like even earlier. It, it shows like more of the lead up to that. Um, mm. There's there's another, you know, it's just more FBI being shitty. Mm. And they show, and then then they show like live footage of like you know John F. Kennedy like shaking the hands of like these shitty people. Mm. It's just like, you know, just kind of like. So that's gonna have its own level of sadness. I understand. Yeah, yeah, it has its own level of sadness. But you got to remember like what her most popular song is, mm. and, and like it it plays into that, especially the being persecuted for even singing the song. Yeah, true, um, true. So it, it's a really interesting movie. But we're so definitely it, talking close enough this week. R.I.P. Jim yeah. Crunch. Jim Crunch. Yeah, I, <laughs> that's the question that I'll have for you is how are we doing the whole thing? Uh, I can if you if if you can. But if you can't, I'm OK with doing whatever you can do, because I've watched it all. Oh, you've watched it all? Yeah. Oh, well, I can watch it all. It's not it, it like the first hard. when it came out, I literally watched like the first four because I was like and then I fell asleep during fifth. And then, uh, but then I woke up the next day and watched it all again. So yeah, Bros Who Binge is going to be cool because I got a lot of shows to suggest. You, my friend, have two reality shows that you would love. Forge and Fire Beat the Judges. Fire. 
Dave Baker's doing the forging. Jay Nielsen doing the forging. I'm loving it. That shit was ill. Also, there's a show called King of Pain. I'm giving away my movies on the rise right now, but like, I don't know how many how many bros who think fans stay to the end that watches bros who binge. But if y'all do, shout out to y'all. We fuck with y'all. But Kings of Pain, bro, this is showing the History Channel where these dudes just get the most weirdest animals and just let them sting them and bite them to like to do the pain index. Like, what the fuck is that? It is fucking crazy. This dude caught the African Komodo dragon and it was biting his arm for 13 minutes. What the fuck is wrong with these people? Thinking about um, reality shows and also like the section that we're in with Bros Who Binge um, coming up this next weekend is the last chance you basketball. Oh, let's. I'm, it might not oh, be, I'm watching. It might not be next weekend. It might be the following. Damn, don't give me hype because cool. I'm ready for that. That's going to be lit. That's going to be pretty cool. Probably going to review that. And we're inching closer to. To uh, March, which is going to be a big month for Bros Who Binge. Yeah. Also, you know, people, if you've been, if you've watched the United States versus Billy Holiday, or if you're going to, the actor who plays Jimmy, if look out for him, I think that he should be um, this black Superman that we've been talking about, that we're going to talk about on Thursday. All right, well, let's not give him any more Bros Who Binge sauce. Now I got to go watch that. All right, yeah, y'all, make sure y'all follow Schubert. Check out Bros Who Binge this Thursday. Shit is going to be lit. Also, if you're watching WandaVision, uh, we're going to talk about the most recent episode because the season finale is about to drop. So we make sure we get that out for y'all on Thursday so y'all don't have to listen to it after you see the season finale. But y'all check that out. Uh, No anime talk this week, but there is a new One Piece manga review. There's also going to be a One Piece theory review dropping this week. Um, I don't... Run it back. Actually, running back's probably gonna drop this week. I got we gotta talk to Ian. So yeah, it's probably gonna drop this yeah, week. Yeah, hopefully we, we we do it before the weekend. Yeah, that's we, all I gotta say. All right, well then that lets me know what, what we gotta do. So y'all will probably get that around Friday-ish. Friday-ish. So just be on the lookout for that. And uh yeah, we'll talk to you next Sunday. Until then, peace.